clip when he was going after his challenge. I don't know who's who's the Republican running. Does anybody need anything? You want to? You have your glass? Yeah, I have my glass. Anybody drinking? I'm good. Okay. Will and I are having the hinge. Will, do you have your lighter? Yeah, I have. I gotta, I gotta get my cigar. He's in the debate and he's like, "You purposely made my nose bigger in your ads." And the guy's like, "That's not true." <laughs> I like the fact that I'm in shit. That's what you care about. Like. I was like, "Oh." oh. Dude, that's what we're debating. Like, not the fact that, like, he could have said anything at that point about the virus and about anything. Yeah, like, anything about anything, and you would have been fine. He's like, he, you he, attacked he, me. He ran, a, he ran again, right? Who? The... Ossoff? Or no? I think so. I, like, don't know how that whole situation... I don't know how it off works. I don't know, like, what... Yeah. I know you need... Yeah, you need 50%. So I think if they're both running again... Like, I think it's, like, two runoffs separately. Yeah, well, I know, like... I know I, I think it's going to be Republicans. There's th- there's two Republicans in one of the races. Yeah, but I think anyway, but yeah, but I think because of the runoff, it's only the top two vote getters yeah. go to it from the yeah, like because there, there's like and the Republican the other Republican got like over the margin needed yeah. to beat the Democrat. Yeah. So it's like it's not like. Well, yeah. Well, because when you looked at that race, like the second race, the Loeffler race, because that's the who the other one was. It was like there was like twenty people running who got votes. Yeah. Democrat and Republican. I, it was absurd. I just, like, the only thing that I watched on election night was I watched, like, this, I don't even know what channel it was, but they, they kept talking about, like, oh, Texas is blue right now. Texas yeah, yeah. Blue. That was and so then, funny. Like, and then, like, yeah. and then they were, like, Trump won a county that Obama won by 34 points, and I was just like, that's great. <laughs> like, that, that ended well for Joe Biden. <laughs> and I'm like, now we're going to be in the 79 days of hell, and we're, now we're in the 79 days of hell. Trump's it's not going to last that long. You ever cut her? No. I hope it doesn't last out. For everyone's sanity. Oh, oh my god, you over. You election funny. night was Dude, ridiculous. I told you I was like, yeah. watching, like, the votes come in everywhere. Because, well, yeah, there was just see, so... you had, you had the, the, you guys had the best seat in the, the house. You the, didn't have to worry about working. Yeah, well... See, the, I was working. But it was just the way the vote, like, the way that every state, like, that's the beauty of having, like, you know, it's, like, really, like, 50 state elections. But... Every state doing it differently screwed it over because you had like states looking like bright blue and then they're like oh yeah well they counted the mail-in ballots first and 99 percent of dems in the state voted early like that's obliged but yeah no i mean it, it really seemed like this could have been run a little bit better i feel like they should have had a uniform way to count the votes i wish they had like a uniform date for the mail-ins to just be like this is the date they're coming in by, and then we're going to count. And those them. states just threw that on municipalities, cities, yeah. and counties. There's going to be a huge need for clerks, assistant clerks, all that stuff in Massachusetts. They're just gone. They're quitting. Yeah, it is. Large scale. The chemtrails. Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be terrible. I need a lighter back ball. Desperately. Yeah, well, you need to light that thing up. For like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's going to take you a bit. Alright, I'm just going to... Let's see how the camera looks. I've been recording this whole time. Good. It looks good. It looks good. I think we're live. Not live. We're not going out live. The fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live. Fuck. You need a whole producing staff to make sure nothing slips out in the five-second delay. Cut that, cut that. Cut that.
<laughs> before Paul's canceled. We need like we need like um we need to get Teddy over here. Yeah, and have sit, him sit behind produce. the computer and make sure. He'd be the perfect Jamie. He would. He would. Have you been in? Have you been in our our Twitch streams? No, have you been in our Twitch streams? He like produces the whole thing. I was in your. I was in your. <laughs> your Speaking of which, so we gotta get we gotta get zombies dude, going again. Luke like wants to. Like now that you're done working. Yeah. Well, not done, but. But like, well, not working eighty hours, over. sixty hours a week. Yeah. I was so bored one night and you were live. You touched me the hinge. Please, this is like a fifty dollar bottle of Irish whiskey. I would, Murray. Or like, are like whatever doing the uh, transit Easter egg. Might be one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. I like the one Irish. that you guys did where, where I was in the chat. It was the it was like the battlefield with that, the um, with the ice origins. Like yeah. Ice. yeah, yeah, it's origins. origins. Yeah, that's yeah zombie the origins. zombie streams have been great. We get s half decent traffic and people yeah, like seem surprisingly, to enjoy it. Like other people show up and sit and watch. And... We get the with the Swedish ambassadors in there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm Ida, Ida, Ida. Christopher, my my friend's uh, brother. Uh, he he streams like RuneScape. And, oh, that's a throwback. And like. And he, he's, like, actually kind of taken off. And, Good. like, his streams are awesome. But, like, it's, like, me and my friend Vito were, like, in his chat, and he found out who we were. So he, like, shouts us out when we get in. He's like, hey, Will, how's it going, man? And I'm like... Ooh. And I'm like, finish the Inferno. Smell this, Will. It's sweeter than I expected. Yeah, because it was in a shirt. Let's, let's go Raiders. Let's go Vegas. Up no, dude, up I, I love... I, I no. love Herbert. No. You're calling it an upset? Dude, that wasn't an upset. The Raiders were favored. I was about to say. It's but the Chargers were dogs, but the Raiders are up 7 up. Oh my god, Raiders going to win that game. I just want it to be high scoring. I have the over. <laughs> Me and Alex Jones. Alex Jones had like half a bottle of scotch, of scotch whiskey in the episode that he showed up oh, with yeah, uh, dude, that was crazy. Joe Rogan. I like I didn't notice that until like I was like doing my homework and like watching it on the uh, he was slugging it. I think he has a drinking problem. Oh, I do. He probably does. I would. I mean, imagine. I mean, imagine slinging conspiracies for like every day. Every, mi every, every minute, minute of every day. He says it's yeah, no. Well, yeah, because he's just on the internet 24 hours a day. I mean, doesn't, he have, like, me. doesn't he have like magic pills that can like take care of that for him or whatever? Like, I failed my talent. You just get progressively <laughs> better. You just get progressively better. I heard like bone broth is really good for you, and I've seen it at Costco. And then like I wanted, my, my mom was like, I'm, I was like to my mom, I was like, I'll buy it online. As a, like, a, as a way to buy it on InfoWars, but it was so much more expensive on InfoWars. The markup, yeah, just to get the, like, InfoWars, yeah, Alex Jones version. Yeah, I wanted the free InfoWars, like, Revolution t-shirt, and they had, like, a picture of, like, him or something on the back, and it said, like, an <laughs> No, it should have been between, it should have been between your shoulder blades, that picture of, uh, Nixon that he has. He is, I thought that was Roger It's a tattoo. Stone. Oh, that is Roger Stone, excuse yeah. me, sorry. I'm just smelling this whiskey, and I'm already drunk. Driving around a Cadillac in Pennsylvania. Did you see when they like tried to catch you? Like, they're like, so what are your thoughts with every major news outlet calling the election for Biden? He's like, who called it? And they're like, every major news outlet. He's like, they don't determine it. I heard Trump personally called Rupert Murdoch and just started like harassing him about why they called Arizona. And Rupert Murdoch was just like, look, I pay these people to be the statisticians. Like, I don't know what else to tell they you. They went to the decision desk election night a ton, and the guy is like, I am defending my call of Arizona. Like, I am not... Well, yeah, because he was that. probably facing death threats, because the Fox viewership yeah, but, is insane right now. 
the, but the guy didn't do it. He wasn't rescinding it. He was standing firm. I yeah, was, and I'm I was happy. surprised. But like, you, if you feel the need to have to defend that, but the problem is, see, here's the issue. Democrats have not taken head on the unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud. That's the issue. They're yeah. just ignoring it. And the media is like playing it down. And the fact of the matter, it doesn't exist. It's unsubstantiated. I have worked. And it's getting laughed out of courtrooms. Yes, but nobody's talking about that. So they're letting Fox News, they're letting, they're letting Rudy on Fox News claim all this crazy shit that has, it's not based in reality. And there's no response. He's America's mayor. Dude, he also married his cousin. There's no response on the other side. A little, right. uh, yeah, press conference at the Four Seasons Philly. You know, Four Seasons landscape. <laughs> that was hysterical. Across the street from a crematorium. In the front, also a business that I've worked in. In the backwoods of Philly. Ridiculous. I know, I'm surprised he didn't get shot. Literally. It's just like, what? That, you could not have found a more ridiculous place it's to have bad. that press conference. And you know. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It doesn't taste like metal. No, no, no. He's talking about specifically, specifically about uh, proper number 12. We had proper number 12 literally when Conor McGregor dropped it. And I think it like wasn't aged long enough. Like he just was so excited to get it. You were telling me about, you're the whiskey guy. I don't know much. Yeah, so but. like new make spirit usually tastes like, like a piece of metal. Until you, like, until, like you young, sit, until you let it sit, until you let sit there. Yeah, unless you let it sit in the barrel. So, like, I think Irish whiskey has to be, like, a minimum of, like, two to four years or something like that. And, like, I think he was so, like, ready to put it out because he's so hyper to begin with. Yeah. You know, like, you, you know, like, the second they're like, all right, this is somewhat sellable now, he's like, roll it out. Get it out. Well, he's probably, he's like, we're going to be the new Jameson. Roll it out. I think he uh, began the project... As soon as he unified the belts, well, he would he would have had to have started it, you know, years ago. Now my question is, did that change anything, or is that still fine? Plugging it in when it, the USB plugs in, it gets weird. So I'm gonna just, and we'll see if it keeps going. This is none of this is getting cut. I wanted that, I wanted that okay, excellent. Back. It's still going. Can Miami, excellent. Can the Miami Dolphins stop scoring on defense? Oh, that's what I want for my birthday. What's that? The Khabib, the hat that Khabib has, like that check. Do you know that that like, beaver felt hat is probably like $500, right? Yeah. If not I don't more. know anything about it. I mean, his, <laughs> his, his is probably like... like I mean, his, his is probably I feel made bad. by like, I feel bad. Some, like some old lady. I feel bad know, for him. Like, it's like his grandmother, like made, that's like his like family heirloom. And it got feeling. swiped off his head, didn't it? I think so, yeah. But, but, like, I feel bad for Khabib because he was set up to be, like, the face of UFC going forward. Like, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, I heard that he was. I heard that they he, were trying to set him up with GSP. I think they were. They were trying and, to get Meanwhile, him, like, he's, like, a million years old, so Khabib would have killed he was, him. He was, well, that was, that's what happens when you're, like, the face. They just put you up against people who you can murder. I can't wait. Fuck the Pacquiao. It's gonna be like, what are you supposed to say to a guy that's a senator from the Philippines? Yeah. Like, it's just like this, like, crazy Irish dude. And, like, you know, I know, like, I'm a little impartial because I'm Irish. And you're like, I love McGregor. I love Pacquiao's, like, stoicism. And just, like, he's like, he seems just like a kind guy, but he could probably kill you in one punch. But also, like, 
A lot of those guys have a lot of those guys have great control over their temper. And that they're kind people. Not McGregor, I'm talking about like Pacquiao. Like the boss. Like oh it's a God. peace over war thing. They really mastered their discipline. Yeah. Real talk though. How old is Pacquiao? Rip to a real one Sean Connery and rip to a real one Alex Trebek. That's what your mother said last night, Trebek. He was he he was filming as of like eleven days ago. Yeah. They were saying those last episodes are gonna be tough. I bet you. I think, it's like, like mid, I think it's like mid December is when it when they have filmed too. But um, we're live. We're not live. We're recording. We're recording. And this is, I think, we'll what will well, the third attempt yeah, at the, well, the first, first episode? Got sullied by me and Aiden's, um, we like explained something to you that probably shouldn't have been recorded. Yeah, that then, that that video has never seen. Then, the then you have day. another one where you're like exhausted after work, and just ran, like not making sense. Wasn't that the other one? No, no, no. no. Was he didn't eat anything. It was <laughs> during my fast. Like, so so can I explain this? I said one thing about the virus, and he's like, "How many people have died?" And I'm like, "You're like, whoa, man! Is it a three-day keto, whatever?" Like, yeah, no, no, it was okay. Can I explain this? Can I explain this? So, so Phil Mickelson has been in the process of releasing a coffee brand for like months and it finally dropped and one thing that he did and that a writer for golf.com had done was a five-day fast where they didn't eat anything they just drank the coffee with his blend of i was gonna say secret blend of herbs and spices but i know that's not right yeah, it's no, like uh, even close, right? <laughs> no it's not it's not kfc but it was like uh some single source <laughs> coffee bean from single source coffee from brazil was that, and, was that uh, the ones that like the macaques no, they it's not like guano. Digest. It's not guano. <laughs> Isn't that bad shit? That is bad shit. Yeah. No, so uh, it has like uh, Himalayan pink salt and uh, like cinnamon and MCT powder, uh, collagen, and a couple of other little it's things crazy. in there. So like, so you get like enough of if you take you know vitamin supplements, B12 supplements, and uh, vitamin C and vitamin D pills, like you could. See your, I, you could go for a few days on this diet to try and reset your body. So that's what I did because I have a penchant for overeating. And so I was just like, I need to kind of reset and uh, get control over my appetite because I know that my appetite and my hunger were different. So I did three days. And we were about 18 hours in when Will and Aiden and myself tried to record. <laughs> and I was just a wreck. I was a wreck. It was easier yeah, to eat. Like, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it was easier uh, day two, so that was, like, the end of the first day, because I had started at 6 o'clock the day before. 6 o'clock in, uh, in the evening the day before was the last time I ate. So it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on that Saturday when we tried to record, and it was just a mess. And then they were like, oh, we haven't eaten yet. Can you take us to Five Guys? Oh, yeah, I did that on purpose. These like, Aiden was like, I don't know where to go. Where should we go? And I'm like, Paul loves Five Guys. Let's go to Five Guys. Smart. So anyway... That happened. Oh, but I was in my element though, because I, I brought I, I brought facts and logic. Okay. But anyway, I'm better now. I ended up losing eight pounds. I ended up losing eight pounds, and uh, I put all that weight literally right back on because the first that's eight pounds, that's eight pounds of water weight that you lost. <laughs> the first meal that I ate after was like Thanksgiving style, because my mom loves Thanksgiving dinner, so she had made that, and it was yeah. My, my mother stuffing. makes the homemade stuffing. We had, it was uh, turkey, breast, um, all the fixings. And the crescent rolls, man, that first crescent roll after the fast was <laughs> was beautiful. But no, I'm down to like, I'm at like 195 now. 
Anyway, we should probably go around and introduce. I'm Paul. That over there is Will. He's my co-host. This is John Williams, our music producer. Still waiting for the theme song, but that's okay. Hey. <laughs> I forgot how to like do music. <laughs> Listen to him on Spotify. Why don't you plug your Spotify? Yeah. Uh, NWA. <laughs> the, album, the album's been out for a few years now. It's pretty underground. Jeffy, yeah, it's great. pretty underground. Yeah. I, love, uh, I love that guy. Who portrayed you? Was it, um... Oh, uh... Ice Cube's son. Yeah. Cube's O'Shea. Son. O'Shea, O'Shea yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Junior, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's him. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Well, welcome to the show. I'm glad we got a celebrity with some really high class. You know, he's 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 into he's into that music scene. You know how like DJ Khaled was no, kind of like no uh, Timmy G out of the Revlon. Oh God, don't get me started on DJ Timmy G. Did he go to college with someone that like knows him? Yes, yes. Our friend, our friend. I shouldn't say her name. No, you knew, you know Mo. I know her. She was in my grade. I'll just say her first name, Mo, a girl that I went to college with. Her brother is best friends with Timmy G. She's been to the tailgates. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? The best remixes of the Pokemon theme song. Is that, is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I bet you he stole it. Yeah, that, that can't be his. That can't be his. Go over there, and there's like a foam cooler and like. 50 natty ices just smashed on the ground. But like, there also was only like five of them. The, yeah, There's only like five people. It's crazy what they do. The yeah, seriously. And then over here, we have Ryan and Lindsay. Lindsay made the trek all the way from New York <laughs> to be a guest on the first. Only to be here, not see me, but only to be oh, here. Well, I mean, this is this is <laughs> a big, this is a big deal. I mean, this, this is, is a big deal. This is. This is. This is. I'm waiting for my Spotify deal. or infamous. And nowhere in between. His, uh, for his dog, his doggy daycare, now you can take his place. I'm just saying, the young usurps the old, yeah. okay? But, um, I don't know, do you guys have things you wanted to plug? Lindsay, plug your Instagram. You're a Disney adult, aren't you? No, you hate Disney adults. No, no you are. She is a Disney adult, but hates other Disney adults. <laughs> oh, so I was Look, right, I was right <laughs> on, both, on both cases. That's my claim to fame. Ugh. Yeah. I ran what? at the Grammys in a yellow suit. Say something. Don't be shy. Say anything. Nice. I don't know what to say. Great. I just like to bounce off of people. After five minutes, you're not even going to recognize that the camera's over here and the microphone's there. I met, I met Paul in a strip club in Washington. <laughs> That's actually not untrue. <laughs> That's not untrue. No, 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 we got to know each other. Oh no, that was Pesci. That was me, Pesci, and Ray. That's right. Yeah, oh, like you weren't we there for that. Go, didn't we go back there? Or I went it was there closed, I think. Yeah, it was Dude, cool. Archibalds. Oh, oh god, I ever thought of that place. In the front, strippers in the back. We went to the. We went to the. We went upstairs to the penthouse. Dude, it was great. It was great. And it only cost me like five bucks. So you knew if I got a dance, I was gonna get an STD. <laughs> it cost you five bucks. No, I didn't. There was no cover. I'm just. I'm just riffing. Were they just like go-go dancers or like? Like in between a go-go dancer and this, it was like level up from go-go dancer. It was, it was between, it was closer to strippers than Hooters. Because there's, but like, they were clothed. There's like this bar in Boston that some of my friends went to, and like the the dancers are like above go-go dancers, but they're like not strippers. Like I don't really know how that works, but like they weren't like. Your Is there really a hierarchy? Like, I wonder if the factions get into wars. Is it a caste system? system? <laughs> hey, be careful. You say caste system three times in this state, and Dr. Shiva pops up, and he's like, I invented the email. I hate that guy. 
<laughs> health, wealth, and science. Do you want to talk about Elizabeth Warren? I know, like, Aiden, like, despises Howie Carr, and, like, I kind of get, like, the shock jock thing is bad, but that is one of the great things Howie Carr did, which did, yeah. he exposed him. He exposed Shiva. I actually know someone who says, like, the intro to the Howie Carr show sometimes. Like, her voice is used, because she's, like, such a big fan of the show. My uncle actually, like, worked with him as a kid. Hmm. Apparently, like, they could correspond sometimes. That's interesting. I don't know. I bet, I bet like, he's, like... I'm I, looking I, for I a job. Him, like, they always said I had like, a face for radio. I, I, I met like an event and he seemed like way more like chill than he is on air well you probably great. say the same thing about Alex Jones yeah. let's be real here I feel like anybody who's on air and like has that personality yeah. very seldom that was a dry did. cough by the I way what did you do you brought your girlfriend here she's got the virus it's a, it's a super spreader event obviously. it is <laughs> this is our Amy Coney Barrett this is it who's the Amy Coney probably John yeah you're your yeah. Amy Coney Barrett yeah you're totally gonna be untouched by this I'll take that uh that yeah, how did, that's like, the, no one in her camp get the virus? Because they were probably responsible. Yeah, they probably were. I mean, a mother of seven, dude, if she's not, like, straight it's a squirrel. up, just, like, wearing I'm a watching mask unless we're on television, no, it's a like, squirrel. that would be unbelievable to me. She's a Catholic mother of seven, and I don't know what kind of attacks they could have made against her. And the thing is, like, it's not I mean, that she she's... Really, I mean, she was, like, it's not that first she's, elected to a judgeship, like, two years ago or three years ago, whatever that was. No, she's she was appointed to the federal circuit. In 2017, yeah, in the right? the seventh circuit, which, God bless her soul, you know who's on the seventh circuit? Posner and Easterbrook. The law and economics guys are so, Those guys are so annoying. Like, I, and trust me, like, I'm a big fan of, like, Easterbrook, like, basically wrote, like, half my bankruptcy book, but, like, those guys are, like, heavy hitters in law Shit. and economics. Like, those guys are big time... Like, those are big-time judges, and she had to hang with them on a circuit. Like, so, pro- props to her. I don't know if it's her that I have the issue with, but I certainly have an issue with the situation. Like, you're just going to ignore the precedent that you tried to set, not even five years earlier. And, I mean, you know, I, I have no I have no illusions. The Democrats would have done the same thing if the roles were reversed. And like, I think and, that's where I have the issue. And, like, part of it, like, it is kind of the Democrats' fault with the nuclear option forever ago than the Republicans did for the Supreme Court job. So, like, it kind of is a spiraling snowball of hey, you know what they say. this leads to that, leads to that. Rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> and that's our Machiavelli for the day. Um, <laughs> no, will that's you... the one thing you learned about life. Rules are meant to be broken. You sound like Danny right now. <laughs> that's not a bad person to sound like. Sound like what, do I really look like the kind of judge that could start a movement? Just Amy Coney Barrett and Joker face? <laughs> That's what that is. I don't know if you could come up with any other thing. But anyway, the national... I think they, they, I think they just called uh, Pennsylvania. That's kind of cool. What are we thinking about that? Will, you're our, you, you texted me right after and you said, I have a discourse I want to go on. So I want to give you the stage here. Oh, dude, no. No, not later. Later on. After I've gotten like a head high. <laughs> okay. But not right now. But you got to promise me that you're going to. About, about this is I posted something last night. Like, Oh, you were fishing. Uh, yeah, I was like kind of fishing for someone to DM me. So, like, I posted this picture of Chief Palpatine, and like the thing says, like, in like parentheses, it says visibly disappointed. And I really wanted to trigger people because my thing is, is like, Biden being elected, a lot of people are going to be. You know, less interested in politics, yeah. and they're going to go back. It's be so I the wrote, French liberals. So I like I made the caption, "Me when we invade Iran," and 
I lost four followers. <laughs> like, I just wanted to see who, like, how many people would unfollow me for writing this just, like, Like, just, just trying to get people to, like, like... Trying to get someone to DM me and be like, what is wrong with you? Like, because I didn't care, really, who was going to win. I wasn't really a fan of the Donald, and I'm not really a fan of Joe Biden, either. Like, I can't say that anybody's a fan of one or the other. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people voted for Joe Biden because they hated Donald Trump so much, like, whatever, whatever. But, like, I was surprised. Like, within a matter of minutes, I lost, like, two people. That's crazy. So was, your thing has always been, since I've known you, you really have a distrust of the federal government for the invasion of Iraq. It was our, it was our generation's Vietnam. And it was, it's not over. You're talking like, like it's in the past our tense. Great, great, great parents' version of the USS Maine. Like, think about it. Because, like, did you? We learned. I don't know if you took history. I mean, we learned about the USS Maine in Connolly's class. Yeah. But like, there was a concerted effort by not only the political class, but the they media wanted to class go in to go in, and that happened with like the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah. yeah. Like the same exact thing. Like. Fake NS again, NSA involved in shady stuff again. Oh, again, same as our lifetime. It's like these things like repeat themselves like over and over again. And now we have a rap where like I'm pretty sure the New York Times had a thing where they were like invade because everyone was like I wouldn't say high off 9/11. I don't think 9/11 is like something that like people were like nostalgic about. But, the but, but they there were, was they were caught, but they were caught, caught up in that like in yeah, they were people were like, angry and they wanted somebody to blame. Yeah, and my thing is is like I don't want people to like think like you know Joe Biden winning is some like crazy moment where we're gonna forget about you know somebody doing something very very bad and then ending up having consequences on like normal people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. easy to just be like, oh, Donald Trump is defeated, and like I mean, a part of me is like, yeah, I get sick of the guy campaigning for four years. Like, I wish he just, like, tried to be president for, like, five minutes because maybe he would have been half, like, half decent. Who even knows? Because I don't think he was really running as administration. I think we're going to find that out. Oh, yeah, no, most of that power was The guy couldn't even read briefing. I mean, like, you see staffers... He was getting one-pagers. You see see staffers come in and say, we had to keep it to one page, and if we could put pictures on it, like, we would. Like, that's insane. I mean, I'm glad he didn't start... You had to to contextualize everything as, this is what you're doing, and this is how bad Obama was. It was very, it was very rudimentary. Yeah, I think, but I even think like a lot of people on the other side's perception of what was going on was very rudimentary. Like I feel like there was like Trump was elected, and that was like the beginning of some like bizarre like history. Whereas Trump getting elected was more like a, a system of like a long term yeah, trend that was going in that direction. Of, it was a consequence yeah. of forty years of establishment politics selling out the middle class. And the the only, like, I have no illusions about Biden being a good president, but at the very least, I have placed, in the last few weeks, I have moved Trump from a wannabe authoritarian towards the wannabe fascist column. I don't think he's effective enough to be either one, but he changed how he interfaced to become a fascist. He was, he, his, his attack on the election the baseless, what do you? I thought you were like imitating me. No. His baseless attacks on uh, like this voter fraud thing. I mean, it should have its day in court. And as Ryan yeah. said, when it gets laughed out, then you need to give it up. But I think he is going to exist. He is going 11B2, to. Eleven B two. He's never going to make it. Yeah. Fr- like frivolous, like eleven B two, like rules of civil, like federal, like federal civil procedure. Like, I mean, 
I think people were like attacking that he's having these multiple. He's allowed to have multiple like defenses. Like you're yeah. allowed to say in in court, like you know, like you know, you were negligent, reckless, and you were intentional. Like you're allowed to do things. So people mocking him, saying he wants like the votes counted in one state and the votes not counted. That's like a perfect. That's like that's like a typical legal argument. It's just like you throw everything at the wall and you see what sticks. Yeah, that's like that's federal civil procedure. That's like how it works in federal court. But like. I think he's gonna get thrown out through Rule Eleven B two, which basically like you can't make frivolous arguments. Like if, it, if Will is no a law real, student, if you couldn't tell. If there isn't really any basis, and I mean, I, I took this class like a year ago, so this is like very fuzzy. But from like my understanding is most of the arguments he's making, unless you really caught a judge on a good day, and they were like, you know, they were feeling pressure from the people outside, like protesting or. You know, like they they just were feeling good about themselves and saw Rudy and said, "Man, Rudy!" Like I remember when he was mayor Such a of cool New York. Bro. Because that's how judges which, are. Like, like, which gets to another. You have a rapport with. The only reason Rudy Giuliani is relevant on the national stage is because he was the mayor during 9/11. Yeah, he's the 9/11 mayor. And like that's anybody, been my joke for like years anybody, that, anybody yeah. who was in that position. He was the captain of the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> as awful as that is, like, like there was nothing yeah. he could have done. Like and the same thing on. you could say about Cuomo. Right now, is he's the, he's the governor during the pandemic, and anybody who was in that position would have that attention and would probably act somewhat the same. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's not like some like having Cuomo in there changes anything. No, I mean unless some of the stuff he's doing is a little. I mean, some of the but guess what? So many governors did that, where they Monica. sent where they sent people back to the nursing homes. Yeah, that was yeah. so they, many they, governors did that. So you can't really blame. No, oh, that wasn't him. That was like a. That was a, a, that was a failure of multiple governors, you know. And I mean, sending them in the nursing homes probably wasn't the best thing because that's the people that I'm afraid of, like giving the virus to. Right. Like, yeah, I felt like, like if I gave John the virus, yeah, I feel like really crappy that I gave John the virus. But also, like, I would assume John isn't like like if John died, that would be like crazy to me. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if I gave it to like my grandmother, I like would you'd be, be you'd be like I would be like yourself I'd up. be on like suicide watch. Yeah. Like I'd be like, why, why me? Oh, this is great. They can't. It's it's so dark. We look like the boardroom in like a James Bond movie. <laughs> we look like the evil what villains of a. Yeah, we look like the boardroom in Thunderball. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna press the button and John's gonna like, meet the star. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go into the Sarlacc pit. Hello, I'm very badly burned. <laughs> Mustafa. Yeah, a little feral. Oh shit. But uh, I, I mean, I can't are really least, fix that. We could probably we could probably reconfigure and place the camera over here, but I don't Me know if it's going to make that much of a difference. No, I don't think it really matters. I think people are here for the audio, not for the video. Yeah. There isn't really much to look at. We're more an audio no. media. Especially with like the camera right at me. Yeah, I know. Well, actually, it has a great field of view. You can even see. You can even you can even see the Welcome to Paradise. You can even see the skunk climb up the fence, get ready to attack. He just sprays Paul. I mean, he hates me. He hates me and he hates Lulu. I'm I'm honestly shocked Lulu and him haven't met. There are constantly times where I'll take her. I say Lulu's got that. That's Lulu's a lock. Favorite. Like, that is a lock. That is Paul's lock of the week. Lock of the week. Lulu wins that fight ten times out of ten. She's a terrier. That's literally what she was bred for. She was bred to hunt. Vermin, baby. Vermin. Vermin supreme. That dude with the boot on his head is dude, shaking right now. I met him in New Hampshire. I heard he smells really bad. He, that doesn't dude, shock me he has a boot on his head. I didn't get a whiff, but he had a pony with him. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he was, like, 
so I went to the Sheen, the Shaheen something dinner in New Hampshire, which is like a big deal in New Hampshire apparently. And um, not in New Hampshire politics. Yeah, New Hampshire politics are wild. So I saw all. If the I had Muammar Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, and Sununu <laughs> in a room <laughs> with a gun with two bullets, I'd shoot Sununu twice. It's no be- secret Dukakis lost. I feel so bad for that guy though. He's actually great. Yeah. Like, so I went and we need to get him on the podcast. Outside, oh, stop. Like, like Supreme was it. standing outside with the Trump people. So I was with I was with Jack, who's a registered Democrat. Mm. And like the, the whole night, like you, you know, I was in like you know we were in like suit and tie or whatever because like he was the you know he was like a candidate for state house. So yeah, I'd like, love to get Jack on here as well. Yeah, so like we point. were just like all hyped Smart up kid. and and the, the Trump people were like MAGA, and I wanted to go over there and just be like just like. You know, get in the thick of it like Eric Andre and just like say something. We got our press story. passes revoked like, at the really RNC. Can't do that. Like, I really can't do that. Like, I'm going to get like attacked. Like, these people are like, because it's like, you know, it's Democrat, Republican. You know, this is like really contentious. But Vermin Supreme was standing right in front of the door. And I'm like, what levity in this like very serious place. So I just went up to him. He said, Hey, how are you? I said, Hey, how's it going? I'm a big fan. He said, Want to take a picture? And I got a picture with Vermin Supreme. Mm. So and he, I don't know how he smelled, but he had a pony with him. And that I was his. Him, wasn't that his pitch? Was everyone gets a pony? Yeah, yes. pony, pony economics. He's like he's like the Karl Marx of his time. You know, yeah, Karl in two hundred years, there's gonna be a bunch of edgy teenagers yeah. that read his writings. Yeah. And dude, have their own ponies. That's what's gonna be going on. Dude, what a great book. The pony is. Apparently, I know people that live in New Hampshire, and they. He's a perennial he's, candidate. He's actually insane. Like it's not an act. The dude's like. So I have the in on, like, alternative New, New Hampshire politics <laughs> and Vermin Supremist town. What a wonderful place. What cigar is that? This is a, an Asylum 13 Luger. It's a Barber Pole. So it's half, um, it's like half Maduro, half Candela. Correct. Yeah. I have the Asylum Insidious. I'm still working on my way through that little cache that, that you bought me. I thought I bought that whole box. She was so pissed. She didn't and realize that, that we split. She was like, she opened it up and she was like, are you buying this whole box? And my mom, like, I bought, I, like, remember I told you it was coming and how it was Paul's, and she was like, oh, that makes more sense. And, like, now, not only did like, he, so it was a box of 25. Amazon. Yeah, right? I was <laughs> like, like, she like, probably mom. spends more in a week on Amazon. The same thing with my mom. Spends yeah. more in a week on Amazon than I do on anything else. So, um, he, he not only, there's 25 in a box, he kept 13 and the box and gave me 12. Well, you, you didn't want the box. I first gave you the box and the 13. Next time around, I get both. That's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. I would love to split the H, a box of the H. Upmans. Dude, a 25 case of those H. Upman, um, yeah. the H. Upman, uh, by A.J. Fernandez, the new one uh, from this year. I, I had one of those yesterday. I'm just going to put towards that like suit that I sent to group chat. Oh, yeah. The hazmat suit? The hazmat suit. Looking like the uh, Among Us characters rolling out. Dude, yeah. that's what I thought of when Orange I saw it. Sauce. Four grand for Among Us cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go that's to. That's gonna be the most spot on cosplay. East, like 2022, when this is all over with, and just be an Film Among, Us, Among Us movie in that thing. That'd be great. But um, I'm kind of losing stuff to talk about. I'll keep going because I didn't really finish my thoughts on the Biden election. Do I look like somebody who has enough they money just, they just to buy Disney Plus? Dude, like, comes free, comes free, comes free with my, uh, I'm, poor, I'm a former college student. Oh, yeah, I'm poor. You guys want to hear this, this story is awful. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, I'm going to tell you guys a story.
I've been mooching Disney Plus for the last, like... Oh, days. yeah, I've heard this. So, the, so for, like, the last, like... I want to say since, like, January, like, early February... Since it came out. Off my... Uh, yeah, basically, like, yeah. off my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and, like... So we were together for three years, so we shared, like, HBO Max and, like, Disney Plus. Oh, yeah, so like, everything. Like, everything. Every account. So, like, we, like... So we broke up in January, and, like, I've been mooching. And recently, I was on a real kick to watch Revenge of the Sith. Which is like one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Like yeah, I love one. that movie. Best prequel. Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's like prequels, prequels get better as they go. That's yeah. kind of yeah. The... And like, and apparently, like, either she got rid of her account or her parents got rid of the family account. So I got like this notification that the payment method, where they were like credit card was overdue, so it was like payment method is invalid. Like, your payment method has expired. <laughs> and all I could think about was, like, I was, like, drunk. So I was just like, man, I better text my ex-girlfriend's dad and see if he can give me the credit card. Like, not thinking about, like, wait a minute, this is, like, yeah. the dumbest thing ever. Like, and, like, my girlfriend now is like, oh, you can use my Disney Plus. Like, I don't know why you keep doing that. Like, I know you think it's funny, you think it's a meme. But, like, just use my Disney Plus. So I finally was like, you know what, I'll just use your Disney Plus. And so I made my name on her Disney Plus. Um brother and glorious leader of the revolution in Libya. Like the title, Moar Gaddafi's title, because I was like, you know what, if I'm going all, I'm going all in on this Disney Plus, I'm going to give myself an, an actual account. No, one, of, not one that just has like settings and has like the little like circle. Oh yeah, little circle, circle like you see those things. Yeah. yeah, that's what I originally did because I was like covert ops. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna hide. No, gonna, no one's gonna know my Disney Plus is on there. Yeah, no one knows. That Forget the fact that they can't add like, another user super, if they want to. Like I wanted to watch Succession again, and like the new season of Ballers came out, so I was like, oh man, like I gotta watch that. But then I remembered like my ex gets an email every single time I log into HBO Max. So I was just like, you know what? I'm not never going to log into HBO Max ever again. I'm just going to have to, like, torrent succession and, like, all these HBO shows. You could. You could. Also, my, my computer's already at 20%, so I got to... Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to need midnight oil. This is such a low-quality... This is such a low-quality broadcast. But back to the Mandalorian. That show, while I do very much enjoy it, is just trying to cram as many references into it as they can. Yeah, this season, like, the first two episodes with the Boba Fett reference. They're just like, there's like, this thing lives in the, oh, it was a Sarlacc pit, and we're here, and this, and... I don't know if that's the same exact Sarlacc pit, though. No, it's not the same, but just, like, to say Sarlacc, like, just, like... I mean, that is pretty Tatooine. Remember this one, guys? (laughs) That is pretty Tatooine, though. Yeah. Sarlacc pits are, like, native to Tatooine. But, yeah, I I don't know. I always felt like, I, I feel like Kanye... Is right about this. He said on the Joe Rogan podcast that he likes the prequels more than the Disney trilogy because it was George Lucas's like artwork, like actual art. Like he put his like life into the prequels essentially, and he was like the other ones are just cash grabs. Whereas like the like George Lucas's prequels, yeah, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are like two useless movies and they tried like, to like they like tried George Lucas's movies they're not like yeah, they're, they're trying to sell toys which, yeah. which Lucas to some extent yeah. is trying to sell toys I mean you know yeah having the merchandising rights fellas not to yeah. ruffle any feathers but the Dallas Cowboys are beating the S- Pittsburgh Steelers 3 to nothing right oh, now. Is, is riveting game Ben, huh? ben Ross yeah yes okay, Ben DiNucci is not I know it's good Gilbert but uh they're gonna lose there's no way the Cowboys are going to beat the Steelers. That's not going to hold. 
Excellent. This is just gonna be like the Ravens game. The Ravens were down and they came out and they won by ten points. Like, Dude, I am pissed about my parlay. I have been trying to get a PlayStation Five. Dude, everything everything I've touched today has been a bad beat. So. Dude, you gotta start an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah you know, you gotta start the OnlyFans. <laughs> okay, so listen to this. Aiden Flaherty no, is convinced, yeah. he is convinced that I could do headshots on OnlyFans because of my jaw. Do so I have a good jawline? Yeah, you yes. But, like, I'm not about to go. I would not subscribe. Like, as much as that's a meme. If it was, like, if it was like nose down, I'd be into it. But guess what? You need the whole thing Dude, to get the money. This gets the dough, okay? Is employers going to find out about that someday? No, like, it's not employers. It's the voters that yeah, I'm worried saying, about. You're gonna, you're Ash it out. There you go. You might I'd not immediately you, send you might not that even to be running for a position, but be a staffer on a campaign. And they're going to be like, this guy's chief of staff has an OnlyFans, and it's going to be the end of you. I would be the candidate. Make no mistake. I'm seriously considering my options. Let me just say that much. 2022 or beyond. Announcing it now. <laughs> Would you trust that man with your dog? No way, dude. No that's way. Why, that's why he's going dog. catching them. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, he's a dog catcher. You should do some like dog role play. <laughs> no, you know what I was gonna do? Yes, I was thinking like... about if I was gonna run for dog catcher, that I was gonna do like dog the bounty hunter. Like I was gonna pretend to be dog the bounty hunter, but like not the good bits of dog the bounty hunter, like the parts that got him kicked off of A and E. Yeah. <laughs> what got him kicked off A and E? Dude, because he, he was racist. I also, mean, he's, he's from, like, like, Atlanta, Georgia, you know? The one thing that I like about his show is, like, after they would catch the person at the end of the episode, he would sit in the back of his Suburban with them and be like, man, I know someone that was like you, and it really hurt my soul. You could do better. And it's like, this dude's, like, methed out, and he's like, it's like who is this guy with long hair talking to me? Or like it's some woman who's just like talking the bounty hunter on a Borat too. Like you're gonna go to prison, but you should change your life. You should seek Jesus. And it's like this is not the time. Like you're catching her for money. Like she's not interested in like changing her life right now. Like you just caught her. Like people, someone, someone pays you to go find this lady. Like, like why are you trying to change her life? Like I can see, like yeah, that's a good thing. Like they probably should change their lives. But like, why are you trying to do it on the the show right now? I do have to say, the we, it was very weird to see the internet rally around Dog when his wife passed away. His, do- his wife passed away? Yeah. I didn't uh, know a, a few years ago. Beth. 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 Yeah. I think it was like breast cancer? Oh, that's, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. So, But it was interesting because he's like, he's kind of like a Guy Fieri type. Like, I don't think anybody really takes him seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Yet. I don't know, I don't know if he's similar to Guy Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri is an absolute he's, meme. He's a, no. Like, no, no, no. But Guy, hear me out. Guy, Guy Fieri, Fieri is, is a meme in the in the in the How, am I, gonna know, how am I going to know what diners, drivers, and like everything to go to? Dives, dives. My grandmother's restaurant was supposed to have him. Really? And I'm I'm pretty sure my grandma, my like yeah yeah, looked at him and was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like an old. She's an eighty year old Greek woman, so like she doesn't get like. She, like, doesn't get irony. Uh, and, yeah. He walks like, in there with, like, the fucking flames on I his shirt and the frosted sure. tips. And Yaya's like, no. I don't think she Do you hear that? that like, the gauntlet like, has been laid down, guy. 
this be man, better. This man has like five separate shows, like Monopoly on the Food Network, but yeah. still, like no. Well, ever since no. Rachel Ray got un gordo and the voice got fucked up, yeah. Ever He's the only one on the Food Network. Paula Dean was like, yeah, I got <laughs> in my own house. <laughs> Just like put it out there for no reason. Yeah, no, it was unprompted. It was yeah. totally yeah. unprompted. Same thing with like Liam Neeson. Do you remember when he it was, was like, chased, it was he brought his girlfriend got assaulted and he, was and he like, looked around yeah, in I was Belfast of or whatever. Like a black person. He brought like, a right, baseball cool, bat around cool, yeah. in Belfast just looking for somebody to beat up. Like not even like the was perpetrator. It like on like Howard Stern or something like that. No, it was on like Ellen. It was on like a daytime I TV. Yeah, I was like that's I'm like just a- saying Ellen DeGeneres Listen, Will, I know you have your problems with the Bush administration, but you saw Ellen DeGeneres and George Bush sitting in the press box at the Dallas Cowboys game. She is the worst war criminal out of the two of them. Yeah, she she was, she, listen, George Bush had people in the administration running Abu Ghraib, right? I mean, you could probably blame Rumsfeld. She was the one putting people on the rack in the back room. Those interns that show up five minutes late, they get whipped. She flails them practically. She's like a, she's like a Bolton. She's an evil person, and she should never be welcomed back on daytime TV. I, you know, I, this should be a civil war on daytime TV over Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, but it should but still be called yeah, Ellen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Eric Andre, losing Hannibal. That's, that's tough. That's, big, that's yeah. tough. So, do you think he gets a new? Because I haven't watched any of the new. I season. heard. He, I heard there was a new Hannibal. I don't know, like if it was just a bit for that show. Was, I think it was a bit for that yeah, show. Yeah. So. Yeah, they should just put Hannibot 3000. Yeah, he had Joey Badass and a fat suit. That was hilarious. To anyone that knows anything about Joey Badass, that was so funny. He had like a bunch of, he, he's like doing like this bit. I don't know if it was on the last episode. The rapper but, American. Yeah, the rapper American. And there was a bunch of like, like really like awesome rappers on there. Yeah. Like it's not even niche guests anymore. No, like, it's I mean, that show, well, ever started, since that it show started off as, like, they just had someone come in and pretend to be some celebrity. No, because Dolph Lundgren... Okay, well, yeah. Dolph... But, like... They actually got out. Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. T.I. <laughs> a lot of people have walked out. Yeah. I like the Pauly D interview. He's, like, a good sport about it. He, like, has no idea what's happening, but he just, like, accepts it. He rolls it. with it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Lauren Conrad walked oh, out. She walked out. And he ate it. Yeah, that was I less it was, like, Yeah, it looked yeah. like oatmeal. Yeah, it was What about the Amber Rose interview? That one's good. I that was that funny one. too because he was kind of like killing it like he he has this I still can't tell if it's a bit but he was like yeah we like fucked in like one thing for a while but I was like too weird because she was too hot Who? and like Eric Andre with Eric with like Amber Rose what yeah he like claims that like I think it's a bit I like think it's it just has a bit. to be because she but, walked like, out of the interview right no I don't think she does I don't think she does. She, she uh, didn't well, she get up and leave when the like, desk comes to life? That's the one where and he starts he was, beating the shit like, out of it. So why did you tweet this? And it's like ching ching chong, go back to your. Own country. <laughs> How yeah, could you say bad. something so yeah. controversial yet yeah. so brave? I, I liked his special. I liked I, yeah. and, and the best part of it was the beginning where like he was just on the street dressed as a cop, like asking people to like smoke crack and do like shrooms with him. That was the best. And he just like like lights up a bong. In the middle of like on the in the middle of like Bourbon Street, and it's just like smoking weed, and this woman was like, "I'll take a hit with you," and her husband's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, the one where he does the interviews with like those like like mid tier Instagram models. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they just have no influencers idea of Instagram. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Ha- he has like a sixty second interview with them. Yeah. Oh my God. There's well, one. let's go. Let's, let's mention our favorite Eric Andre bits because I have this conversation with a lot of different people. 
I, like, I think Ryan's probably already got one lined up. But you have to think have about it. Like, there are a few right. that I really like. We'll rattle them off. I, I, for some reason, it just always kills me. There's the one when he goes, it's like one of the cutaways, and he goes into the restaurant as the octopus, and <laughs> yeah. all the people are different tentacles of the octopus. So, like, it's literally like not eight people in a circle around him. And he's like, I am the octopus person. Feed me tentacles. And, like, they're, like, bumping into tables yeah. and knocking <laughs> yeah. stuff everywhere. Um, his one, uh, um, his subway stuff is always His good. subway yeah, stuff yeah, is hysterical. There's the one when he's the judge and he goes into the sandwich shop. <laughs> and he's like, and now my word is in, you're, he's like slamming the gavel on everything in the shop. Yeah. And people are like, what is this guy's ideal? I think my favorite is probably, it is one of the other cutaways, where he has the, uh, the metal detector. And he walks into the jewelry yeah. store oh, and he just smashes the display case. That was going to be my favorite. And he's like, I'm gonna get arrested. Um, you talk to the guy. I'm not going to jail for two bits. You talk to the guy. There's another one. There's another really funny where he's like in the street kicking a cop car. He's like, oh, hey, everybody, don't care. cops yeah. don't give a fuck. And he's like kicking it. And Hannibal comes out. He's like, hey, hey. he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, this you're is doing pretty, pretty cool awesome shit, shit you're doing. <laughs> he's like throws a rock at the cop car. I like, um, I like the one. Yeah. My favorite two, I think, are either the uh, the one where he's a cop and he's chasing the guy into the like the shop and he, he like cuffs them and they just start making out yeah and that like, one's awesome some people in the store are like horrified like so one guy is like angry for some reason and then can you the blame him the counter is kind of like into it Here he's like go. oh Here's yeah Paul's moment. can you blame him <laughs> like, can you gotta, blame him <laughs> i'm people, serious they, it's 2020 they think they can just do that in the street what about the children? What about the think children? of the children. Somebody, please think of the children. I also like the one where he's uh, like completely deadpan, just crashes his bicycle into the cupcake <laughs> shop. And he's like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> like, people are trying to help him. They're like, oh my god. He like eats shit on his way inside. And they're like, are you okay? Like, we're gonna call an ambulance. And he's just like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> the, um, the bird ups. Bird up is good. Bird up. Uh, he's the, doing, he's taking the picture. Surprisingly uh, is that in the new season? Yeah. I haven't seen it. He's taking the pictures of the model, and it's in like a poorly lit, kind of like this podcast. It's like in a poorly lit corner of like a New York City like apartment building, and it's just all gray brick. And he's like, yes, give it to me, Alexa, yes. Yes, and the guy walks by, and he rips the camera away from his face, and he's got the cyclops on. He's like, hey, that's all. Have you seen my dog? Have you seen my dog? Legalized Ranch is, is, is all. Yeah, what does he look like? Say, my, my, my favorite one might actually be when he's like that that fucking character. That character you is really good. want to go to the quad? Looking to take some Cherokee tricks on the trail of beers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not trying to drain your meat flaps on this hashtag asking. Have you guys ever seen... Buzz me. Um, Buzz me a lot. The Ollie, G, the Ollie G cutaway where it's Bruno in Alabama. No. So he goes to an Alabama football game. Like Bama, Bama. Like Bama, like Alabama in the United States, like in like the mid 2000s. And he's like. You know where the bathroom is, right? Yeah. And so Excellent. Bruno goes and he's like cheerleading, and people are like literally booing him. Like people are like booing him, but he interviews this guy. Oh, well, it like is this Bama. Like really conservative rally, and the guy goes like. So they're talking about like he's talking about like maybe like a fire pit right like, here. Like Bruno's like like talking about him and his uh, him and his boyfriend, and the guy's like, I don't care what you do as long as you're not influencing my children. And then like Bruno just starts like hitting on him. He's just like you you're very handsome, and he goes, I don't I don't want I don't want any of this. And 
like, he's like, oh, but has anyone ever told you, like, have you ever been with a guy? And he's like, this interview was over. You couldn't be professional. You people. And it's just so, oh, like, it's just so peak, like, mid-2000s, like, homophobia. But it's so funny. Because, like, that guy has no idea what's going on. Let me on. tell you who passed the Defense of Marriage Act. And don't ask, don't tell. Let me tell you about that. It was Bill Clinton. I'm just saying. I don't know where I was going with that, but he did it. Him and Newt. Him and Newt, the man with nine wives. Newt. <laughs> Newt Gingrich. Dude, Newt Gingrich I saw was on Fox. Trump, Trump, retweet, Trump retweeted a quote from him today. Yeah, dude, from he Newt. was on Fox News claiming that the election was, like, fraud. And it's like, dude, how far removed are you from the political psyche? Like, anybody else could come on TV from the Trump administration and be like, the election is fraud. And I'll be like, okay, like, you know, you're you're enough in the political Okay, Steve where, like, Mnuchin's here. Okay, He's like, a person who exists. He's not a cartoon character like Newt. <laughs> Actually, he is a cartoon character. But that's a whole other can of worms. Have you seen the picture of him and his wife? She's like some British. Line. She just looks like she looks like Kate Blanchett. It's really weird. And they're holding the money. And he looks like a Bond villain. It's insane. Here's this guy. Here's this guy with the giant mole and the ugly face and the glasses and the lips. And she's like model material. And they're holding the money. And it's got his signature. It's just like a. It's just like a, a full sheet of hundred dollar bills. And he's got this expression, like he 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 looks like he looks like Aaron Stavro Blofeld. He's wearing like black gloves. Yeah, no, the wife is. The wife is. Yeah, the wife has the black money. leather gloves on. I mean, it's insane. I thought that was to hold the money. Like I thought that was just to like make sure. The I'm sure was no, because he was wearing he was wearing he, nothing. He just had oh, his, he, he just was, had his I didn't, like, Yeah. I always assumed in my mind that that was like not to dirty the money. No, that I'm sure that that's so her. Anyway. Yeah, money is that, that is her. That is, those those gloves are probably like made from the skin of like. Sudanese children made from the skin of American taxpayers that they used to pay for him. Yeah, seriously. Talk about treasury policy from that administration. Like the tax hey. cuts, the tax cuts act. I sent you, I sent you that. I think that op-ed in the New York Times. Yes, about it. Yeah, about and like the, this has been. Yeah, the tax rates are going to go. This up has been. A, this has been like something that's been in like the woodwork of like that tax bill first of all it was all sunset provisions so everything yeah, ends oh in God. everything ends in 2027 oh, we go we go right back to finally, right back gets the sunset dude the sunset provisions so are so annoying it is gonna be like a pivot. okay yeah like, just for context there will is a tax lawyer he's a student of tax law and i'm a tax and ryan and uh ryan and Lindsay are both well into their cpa exams so and both, th- both these are the people who are gonna hide and protect well, my so. money yeah, the, the, dude, everything is a sunset provision. The like, whole bill, there is like that. Well, bill? explain that to me like I'm five, All because right. the American public education system that's doesn't a, exactly. They passed, it, they passed that's the tax what? cuts in 2017, yeah. and what a sunset provision means: once we get to 2027, barring them extending it, which you know now with divided Congress is never going to happen yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Most of them are 2025. 2025 to yeah. 2027 yeah. It depends. They all go right back to the old plan. Yeah. Everything's and, and gone. And this is because they couldn't get a two-thirds majority, because you need a two-thirds majority to make something in the tax code, like, permanent. permanent. And what they did was, in committee, they put part of the federal budget to the tax cuts mm. so that they could bypass that through a lot of the normal, you know, checks and balances a tax bill would go through. Yeah. That thing really got pushed through... I mean, you know, you hear the stories about people writing in the margins as it was coming to a vote. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Hand, hand scratch and scratch that out. And, you know, they had to find money. And one of the things they did is they said, we'll give the poor tax cuts now because it looks good before the 2020 election. And it's all going to go right back 
you know, it's going to start picking up until 2027 to try to to try to make up the huge deficit that this tax cut created. And like, and the weird thing is, is like, most of that stuff has to be like they have to find a way to make it revenue neutral. Yep. So by making it a sunset provision, they like basically like bypass that. But also another thing that's annoying is like the tax rates change anyway, like through the treasury due to like inflation. But now they're going to be so wonky. Like I feel like twenty twenty yeah, like, tax season is going to be it's so gonna be, fucking it's crazy. It's going to be an, and like. They say tax cuts, and I've had disagreements with a couple people on this. The average person might have seen their taxes go up because of some of the things they change. Yeah. And well, like, I'll give you an example. And, and under my own roof, we our taxes went up by about four thousand dollars. It's because we live in a high tax state of Massachusetts. We lost a ton of those. Yeah, uh, they were like, looking. My dad specifically mentioned a few of the um, what do you call them? Like write-offs. They put everyone. They put everyone. Um, they put everyone that who was taking itemized deductions. I know at least like half a dozen people that before this took itemized deductions and now take the standard. Because what they did was they limited state tax deductions to yeah. ten. Yeah, the salt. The salt deduction got limited to ten. Days. And part of you know you can say like this is all to make it revenue neutral. Where are the highest taxing states? We're one of them. California, California New York, New York, New York and New York City. Mm-hmm. So it was specifically, at least in my mind, as someone who's kind of left leaning, done to where they needed to find money. They said we can kind of screw over blue states a little bit. Like that's a deduction we could take away to make people's income go up, to pay more taxes. That impacts blue states disproportionately. Okay. But it's an itemized deduction. So, but like, I don't know. So if you're, so if you're making, if you were taking the standard deduction normally, yeah, it's twenty. It doubled. Right it now. doubled. Yeah, it doubled. So you made out. They yeah. got rid of exemptions, so it kind of the make. It wasn't quite like your benefit doubled or anything. Like yeah. your taxes didn't get cut in half, but you made out. If you were taking an itemized deduction before over twenty four thousand, you lost out. And like the salt deduction was probably for everybody that I know the largest deduction when they're itemized. Yeah, that's like the biggest. One. So you're saying it didn't disproportionately affect classes so much as it disproportionately affected coastal states, coastal yeah. liberal yeah. high tax states. high income tax states. Do you think yeah. that that might be a part of the reason why we see this exodus out of California? Because well, also, they complain they about like, the taxes. They have, a, they have a bunch of problems, but the biggest thing about like people leaving California. I know it has a lot to do with the homeless issue. Well, like the thing about it is, is now like if you move to Texas, like let's take example, we're on a podcast. So Joe Rogan moved from California to Texas, and one of his there biggest things no, was about there's taxes. No, there's no uh, state tax. income tax. There's correct. no state income tax. So like the, the salt deduction, it's property tax too. It's property yeah. and it's and it's income. So yeah. any any tax. So it's property. It's excise, which like is just another form of property, but an excise tax. So you know you're getting. Believe me, I've had this conversation with a lot of people doing volunteer taxes and lower income taxes. People want to deduct the three hundred dollars they paid excise tax on their car, and they're nowhere near the twenty four thousand standard deduction. And it's like you, you can't do it. Yeah. You know, you don't have enough. And people are like, no, no, well, I get to. No, you don't. But that's in there, and then income. So anything you pay to the state, except for sales tax. Yeah. <laughs> below the line, but like also like the thing about below the line is is like a lot of people that take itemized deductions are usually like not like your parents unless you like own a business 
mean. Or like, if you have enough income where you can itemize, you have enough itemized deductions. Basically, like, if you can take more than twenty four thousand and itemize, you would, I would itemize. I, you, you, you if, would, yeah, you would itemize. You would itemize. And if you took less, you wouldn't itemize unless you were in one of like the very narrow circumstances where you would be required to yeah. itemize. And there are a few. Mm. Yeah, I think I think when you're I think when you're married filing separately and one of them itemizes, the other does. There's stuff like there's like yeah. weird one off, but. It's either standard or if your itemized is greater than your standard. Oh, we lost the camera. Oh, oh. That's fine though. That's I fine. This is that's not exactly a loss. <laughs> with the, with the poor lighting in the studio, that's not a loss. Case you know? case is this one that like one of my professors sent me, where the the wife filed for like married filing separately, and like her husband believed that like the income tax was like bullshit. It was, like, one of those cases where, like, he, like, joined a group where, like, they basically said, like, you shouldn't, like, be, like, basically, like, the income tax is, like, unconstitutional. Yeah, so, so they, they, they're gonna, they're gonna, tax. they're not gonna pay it. Like, yeah, that and kind so, of thing. like, the IRS was, like, well, we can just take everything you own because we're the IRS, <laughs> and that's how that works, basically. You cannot fight the IRS. Like, if you don't Well, they bleed you dry. Because they, well, they, they have the full... Definitely, there's no statute of limitations. Yeah, on they and they basically just they are, run you down. Uh, once, they op- once your tax return gets looked at, you are, like... <laughs> And like, if they audit you, and they like, if they audit you, you challenge for something else, and they find something else in your tax return, they're just gonna start whacking you. Yeah, the SAs are gonna show up. The special agents, dude, they carry guns. Dude. Yeah, my my grandfather, my grandfather has a badge, an IRS badge. They still has like, he carries around with them that he really. Yeah, yeah. dude, the special. Now, did he have a gun? I believe he had a gun at one point when he was doing like collections and stuff. Because like, you're not an FBI. No, I mean, imagine who you're walking into. Well, yeah, well, the places of these of these well, people. Well, still like Dude, the best is like when they went after the mob. And like they would just have these special agents sit with like forensic accountants in a car and like watch people like mobsters like leave their home and they would write down like that's like a fur coat and then they'd go to Neiman Marcus and find the fur coat and, and get how much it was how worth. Much it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like the IRS is so pro- like people don't understand how much power they have and like I'm like I'm taking tax practice and procedure right now, so I'm learning all of like the legal ramifications of like not paying your taxes. It's bad. It's it's like dude. <laughs> Like, if you don't file, like, basically, like, if you don't file, they can, like, come after you until the day you die. Like, I'm pretty sure they could probably come after your kids, too. Honestly, with the way that that... Estates? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They can yeah. come up to your estate. But the thing in bankruptcy is, is so you can discharge your, um, you can discharge your income tax, like, three, for three years prior, but there's no point in doing that because the IRS, you'll have nothing really left. So you might as well just file for bankruptcy and pay your income tax. Because they will literally take everything, so there's no point in getting your taxes discharged. But you do get a bad debt deduction, so there is that. So there, there's like a little bit of yeah, a, it's well, not really a balance. Bad, great, great. It's a little great concession. Tax case, even better, like just one-off specific like tax case. And go back. There's a woman who got a breast implants. No, no, no. This is the best one. This is the best one. And she, I just love that reaction. She claimed it. So she's a, so she's a, so she's an independent contractor, basically filing a Schedule C. She claimed it as a deduction and depreciated it over whatever the useful life is of you know a breast implant. Because you're saying after a few years, so the IRS took her to court, and her case was it improved her income possibility. So they allowed her to keep the deduction. What was she yeah. a stripper? Well, so yeah, like, that's what she. Yeah, because yeah, if you're like a stripper or something, so you're like She's allowed like to. You're allowed to take like ordinary and necessary business deductions, and like, and I mean, really, they're for like pieces of equipment. They're yeah, for, like, like if you buy a truck <laughs> and, and like dump trucks and like people own construction do it. What about like 
the camera. Yeah, your camera. If you're like a Twitch streamer, like if you're yeah, like camera, or whatever, yeah. Like those, that, that's the type of stuff that those people do. But like, there I've like read like case notes of, of stuff like that, of like strippers getting breast implants. And like, and like the IRS is finding that out because their sleazy accountant told them that was a trick. And not to say that you're a sleazy accountant. No, but like but that. Like, there are people out there, sleazy lawyers out there. Oh that yeah. Tell you to do that. That take that to court and then beat the IRS on it because it improved somehow the amount yeah, of money she was can, able to make. If you can basically like, unless it's like one of the things in the in the Internal Revenue Code that's like specific to like farmers or like farmers. Fishermen. The farmers. The farmers always make out, man. They, they have all sorts of special provisions. That, that tax law is written for farmers. Oh gonna, yeah. Dude. Hey. Some of it is like... When Ladies you and gentlemen, I have to... I, give me a moment. Cowboys up. The Dallas Cowboys are beating the Pittsburgh Steelers with three minutes left in the second quarter by 13 to nothing. Let's go. What Let's the see. fuck is Telling happening? Big, big second half. I hate the Cowboys, man. Big second half for the Steelers. There's no way that's what they're going to be the first loss. Yeah. F- farmers always make out in the yeah. tax code. It's that. It's like... It's always been like that from... Like, even with, like, trade... Like trade, like trade, just trade legislation throughout like the history of America. Like farmers are always at the forefront of everything to do with trade taxes, and like even bankrupt, even the bankruptcy code. There are parts of the bankruptcy code that are literally tailored for farmers. So, the like, dolphins the are up a on a, a score on the Cardinals. What's the? You could marry someone that could really get you like big tax. Breaks. I just want the score. I don't really care about the, who's winning. Raiders are down fourteen to seventeen at half. So Chargers are up thirty-one. Oh, I didn't realize you wanted the combined score. What well, do no, you, no, you have the over? I had the over. I had the over. And then What's the game the, over? Well, it's not, it doesn't even matter because the Cowboys are beating the Steelers. So it's not even going to matter. Oh, did you I like? Need, I need the Steelers by 14 points, and so... That's not happening. <laughs> they need a score. T- they need 27 unanswered. I mean... I, if, I actually... I don't hate the Cowboys beating the Steelers. I'll tell you why. Well, helps, I hate helps, the Cowboys. It helps the AFC. I hate the Cowboys, but I also hate the Steelers. I like the Steelers. I think I've always hated the I think Steelers. I don't like Tomlin, but I like the Steelers. I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. I feel like the Steelers are in He's a rapist. Yeah, he's a sex well, yeah, that's, uh, you know? That's <laughs> he's a sex He also forcibly kissed uh, Stormy Daniels for some reason. That's weird. That is a weird... That's, that, that, there's your like, sabermetric stat like, of the game. How did she become... With the Rebs game? Like, head of, like, the oh, anti-Trump yeah. movement. They're down with is such a sleazebag. I yeah, he got thrown in jail for uh, something going on with the, the Nike deal, right? Yeah, he, well, I don't know what those are. Holy shit, Philly's up 2 nothing. God damn. 88 minute. Well, that's done. Jesus, couldn't water my color both today. I lost 20 bucks, and I feel the, like I lost so like what is the what are the facts of that? Because I only know that he like, went to jail for the, the Nike deal. I don't know. I, I can't I speak. I don't know, who was it with? Like, who was the... What, like, I straight up know nothing about it. I know that there was some. It was like a fraud case against. All him I know and is that like there are these compilations of like people in the media praising him. Some people thought he was going to run for president. Yeah, and they were like on the View. They're like, oh, President Michael Avenatti, and then he's in jail for committing fraud. I hope he got disbarred. Like I really hope like he just got like disbarred. Probably. I mean, if you go to jail and you're a lawyer, you probably yeah. can't. No. Like it's very hard. I know people that like because you have to. So, like, basically, can't like, continue the bar, to like, the bar committee in Massachusetts, it's just, like, a bunch of, like, I don't know if it's, like, lawyers and judges. But I want like to see F. Lee Bailey on the bar. I want to see F. Lee Bailey on the bar. I, actually, he got he got disbarred in, like, the 2010s. You can He's get, still you living. Can He's in his, like, like, late 80s. Hard, yeah. You basically have to go in front of them, and they have to say, like, <laughs> Hey, you've changed. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've changed. I know people that had, like, that had priors or whatever, and the prosecutors, like, come to vouch for them. 
I know people when I worked at the Plymouth County DA's office that like went and vouched for people when they were like younger. They did like some petty crime. Yeah. And you have to tell Suffolk like I had to tell my law school like if I did anything like illegal, and it's like. I have videos. I got, I got caught like. I have videos. Drinking in college, like I'm not gonna tell you that. Like that is no. That, I don't think that's what they're looking. No, for. they're like, looking for like you are slang and meth. Yeah. Slang and meth, which wouldn't be surprising to me. But. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be surprising because of you. You're a drug dealer. Look at you. You're out here bringing... You're out here getting Lagavulin for me because my liquor store doesn't have it. Just, I'm just saying, alcohol is a drug. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're a drug dealer. About it. I'm a drug dealer. That Lagavulin 16 is going to be so great. This is like a... What it was an $85, $90 bottle of scotch? Yeah. So the night that Sean Connery died, I ended up going out for drinks with somebody at work. Actually, no, it was the day after. It was Saturday. Or was it, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. So it was Saturday that he passed away on Sunday. Um, one of my friends from work took me out for a drink and he was like, you paid earlier this week so you can have whatever you want. And I was like, give me the $16 glass of scotch, please. <laughs> Dude, you took a picture of the like what they had at the bar and you were like, pick what I'm going to drink. And, I'm, and, and you were like, it's on... Um, it's on Chris. It's on Chris. And I was like, ooh, like, I know that pour is like a $16 pour at a bar, but like if you really love Sean Connery, Paul, you'll get this really expensive scotch. Which I mean, I Lagavulin is good. I do. It was really nice. It wasn't as um, like uh, Irish whiskey and Scotch. I don't know. You could probably speak more to the difference between the two, but I always found Irish whiskey to be a little harsher on my palate. <coughs> yeah, it's, it's younger. Like the older, the longer it stays in the, they call it a cask. We call it a barrel. But like the longer it stays in the barrel, like the the more mellow it gets. But also like. Lagavulin is the least harsh of the Isla. Because it's made on the it's not it's made in an island called Isla, which is like the Mecca of Scotch. Isla the Island? Yeah. Whatever, it's the Scottish, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but like Art Bag is another Isla and it like literally tastes like like seawater. Ah. Like an alcoholic seawater. It's like That doesn't sound like a good thing. Yeah. It, it, dude, it's it's like it, like it's Is really it a good. scotch? Yeah, the scotch. It's all scotch. So well, you mentioned like highlands, pirates. there's the highlands, lowlands. Speyside, Isla, Campbelltown, and then like there's some like other islands involved and like other now, areas. Now, are the processes any different or is it just no, like... No, so like it depends. Because I know that there's a really high, like they have very specific, because whiskey, bourbon, all that stuff, scotch, is, it's, it's all, legal, all very similar, yeah, but it's, it's all, differently like, regulated. Too, yeah, it's, it's, it's alcohol, so yeah. it's obviously like the state, like, and I mean that in like the, the political sense, always has some sort of like control over it yeah. but like the process in Scotland so like it's peated like most islas are peated so what they do is is they take like stuff from a peat bog have you ever like seen a peat like you ever seen Nat Geo like they find like a yeah, dead body a that's bog. like mummified in yeah. peat yeah. and it's like holy crap this body's like 700 years old and what they do is is they chop that up and when they like they like roast the malt or whatever they do to the malt <laughs> to like get it to germinate they push like the smoke from like a peat yeah, dude, like I've thrown peat like on fires at my house, like as a thing to do. Yeah, yeah. well, no, I mean it's smell. also yeah, in Ireland that's like and that's, it smells nice. Like my, my dad has blocks that he throws in. And yeah, that's how they heat their homes. In Ireland, especially out in the west of Ireland, there's a serious problem because peat is awful at the scale that they use it. It's awful for environmental reasons. Yeah, but it's like the only source of it's the only resource to heat your home. And if it's between your kids freezing to death in the winter, Western, and like Western Island's a harsh place, it sucks, dude. And it's it's so that's that's coming to a head when when 
there's no. There, I'm all for trying to trying to save the planet and and you know sea water level is rising, but we haven't been presented with an economically viable alternative for a lot of these sources of, and that's partially because the big companies, the big uh, oil and uh, natural gas, all these companies just buy out the small startups and kill the patents, right? But think about how much we've progressed in the last 25 years in like computer technology. There's no doubt in my mind they'll find a better way to create a battery that doesn't involve lithium that we needed to coup Bolivia to get. Like, I... We're going after going out trying to get Western Island to stop heating the house using peat. You're asking and for trouble. You're, you're you're talking about a place where like there are parts of Western Ireland where they only speak Gaelic. And and like there are many going, places going there. in there and saying put in natural gas. That's not going to go over well. Not for nothing. A lot of those <coughs> places brick. don't even have electricity. Yeah. In the, in the they don't have in the, the basic brick, in like, the thatched roof, you know, brick building that's been there. My family hails from the Aran Islands. Right, and that is. That's in the Gale Town, yeah. It is incredibly. It's it's so it's um it's in Connemara, it's in Galway, uh just outside of Galway Bay. There's three islands. There's Inishmore, Inishman, and Inishir, and they are some of the poorest locations in Western Europe, and probably, in terms of like your the net worth of an individual, it could rival some places like globally in terms of just how poor it is. It might be. It might be. Uh, Europe's like Haiti in terms of just how how, how how tough it is out there for people. And if you're not going to give them an alternative, the government's not going to help you put up an alternative, then forget about it. It's not possible. Forget about it. Yeah, like, Pete is a huge part of like the, the Irish Scottish. And it's culture. And it, like, like, that's culture, like, yeah. And that's like a big thing with um, with like a lot of the um, a lot of the distilleries in Scotland is like they're like I don't know how involved they are, but I read an article on like one of like the whiskey websites that I like go on to. Yeah, like I'm a weirdo like that. Um, and like they are like um, so like uh, Bacloudy, which is like one of the um, which is like one of the distilleries that's on Isla. Like they're trying to figure out ways that they can like do the peat. Like, they can do the, the, the peated stuff with, like, out trying to, like, you know, ruin the environment. And there have been, like, people, like, I don't know how, like, if they're experts or not, but they've talked about, like, like I've seen, like, like whiskey connoisseurs talk about, um, like, doing the thing they do with coal with the scrubbers and, like, trying to implement that. But, like, that's really hard on doing, like, on a building that's, like, 400 years old. Right. And yeah. it's, like, made of brick. And, like, they've been making whiskey there since, like, the Irish, like, brought it over to them. You know, and, like, they figured out how to do it. Like, that's, like, that's the problem. And it's, like, because it, it's a huge part of the whiskey market. And now that whiskey is, like, like taken off, basically, like, in, like, Scotland has always been big, but, like, Ireland and even in America. And, like, people are doing, like, peated stuff. And, like, even distilling in general is, like, really energy intensive. Like, because you're, like, you, you know, you need, you need heat, you need water. It's really resource intensive. Yeah, it's really a resource intensive, and that's why like a lot of places like this stuff. Like I don't know if this place is like, like I don't know if they source there. I'm not gonna lie, I just saw the bottle and it looked good, yeah, so but, I picked like, it up. Places, that's that's about a lot the of knowledge. To start off, it's so resource intensive and so time intensive that they source their new make or they source barrels and like mix them together to get the flavor profile, mm. which is like a part of it. But it's like a lot of it has to do with cost and a lot of it has to do with energy. And it's just one of those old world things that, like, 
mo- the modern people who are like, we need to go green, like, they don't fully conceptualize, like, that this is a tradition that's happened for, like, hundreds of years. And not even to go green, but, like, the people are like, we need to, like, make this, like, a more efficient process. And it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? You don't have to sit in a barrel for, you know, three years, like... I have tried the molecularly aged whiskey. It's not very good. I can't imagine. Like, people have tried to, like... There's, like, this, like... I don't know what it is, but it's this machine that allegedly can, like, age whiskey. Like, there's, like, a process, like, an electromagnetic process. But, the but like, the scale that you would need it at... I imagine so it insane. being, like, the, the, the guy in... in, in uh, in the Adam Sandler movie when Jack Nicholson is like using the like the static electricity thing for his hair I imagine that's what you mean when you're talking about electromagnetic yeah it's like and I'll find the video and I'll put it in the group chat but this like whiskey YouTubers that I watch and they like run a distillery like it's like very small but they did a test where they put vials of like new make spirit in with wood and like had the electromagnetic like machine like like do its thing yeah and then they did like a taste test and they tried to figure out like oh is this any good um i forget really what they said but i I don't know it's just like such a time it's one of those things it's like it's almost worth it's almost worth like last like you've spent more to get to that point like you yeah so i I think it's one of those things where like that's one of the things that would be better left like unchanged almost right because in the grand scheme of things is that the worst polluter not even close. No. I don't right? even think there it's are... really like a major polluter. But right. I just think everyone is so conscious about right. being green and being it, it, as we should. Because if yeah. the scientists are even remotely right, the face of the the face <laughs> of the globe is going to be different in twenty five years. Dude, I'm going to the Mars. <laughs> but my point, like my you know, if, if my there are ways, there are ways that we can change how we operate, not even just here in America, but especially countries like China and India, which are, let's be real, the worst polluters. I mean, we're about what? We have a 5% of the population and we're 20% of the world's energy consumption. Not good, by any stretch of the imagination, right? So we can make changes, but we need to involve those other nations in, in, in these changes if we're going to be able to preserve, because once you make those giant leaps, the little things like heating, it doesn't matter as much. It's a little Dude, bit more sustainable when you take away how the, the domino effect of everything else. Team carbon. Team carbon. Team carbon. That Alex Jones bit was actually pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Team carbon. He was talking but about how like, they're trying the to heat, merge us with the up, with the machines. So I don't know if you guys like ever watch sixty minutes, but I watch I watch sixty minutes like sometimes. I dabble. I watched the Border Wall episode and the episode where they interviewed Trump. Talk after football sometimes. Yeah, he's kind of like carryover. It's it's, a carryover audience, you know. Yeah. Well, like there was this thing that there was this like Leslie Stahl. She's fine. There was this interview that they did with this guy who's like in Siberia, where like this northern part of Siberia where there's like just like a metric pastime of heat, and like the woolly mammoth used to live there, and like. Because, like, the woolly mammoth died, like, the ecological changes to, like, this area were just so, like, massive that the peat started to, like, melt, and it's going to release, like, CO2, and they're talking about how, like, it could just, like, 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 rip a hole in the ozone. Oh, yeah, the the, the permafrost layer, right? And this guy is like, we're going to try to, like, make a woolly mammoth, like, bring woolly mammoth back to life, because there's some, like, thing that they used to do like behaviorally where they would like knock a tree over or something like that and like they would like try to deforest and like that would help 
somehow, like, I don't know the science behind it, but this Russian... That's where you just, should leave it. Yeah, and I was like, this <laughs> you Russian... You this guy living in Siberia, what like, and like, and he was just like, "We're little do we know it's Dolph Lundgren and Rocky IV." Like, okay, you 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 had me in the first part about like Siberia and like peat bogs, and now you've just lost. You've gone full. You've gone full Jurassic Park on this. Like, yeah, I'm like this is crazy. And my parents were like, "Isn't this so cool?" And I'm like, "This guy is actually insane. He wants to bring back the like that would be cool." But they like found like a woolly mammoth like body that was like pretty well preserved. Like a skeleton. Yeah, that doesn't spook me at all. I can't wait till we like till we find like the cavemen, the cavemen out there that have like been in suspended animation. Imagine if they bring us the utopia. Yeah, that would be crazy. What's that? That would be crazy if like the if like the cavemen like we like we just unice a caveman and he's like alive. Yeah, like gives us the secrets to the world. Could you imagine that? Like some troglodyte. Like he knows the perfect political system, the perfect <laughs> economic system. Yeah, but like, the problem is you're not going to be able to communicate with him because he's just going to be saying ooga booga at you over and over again. He just says ooga ooga orange man bad, and then like <laughs> dead. Could you imagine? Like that would be crazy when we go back and find some like troglodyte version of Donald Trump that like whatever it is, and he's like. Yeah, but you're talking about Donald Trump, man. right? Because he's a million years old anyway. Yeah, so like they definitely knew each other. Yeah, he just keels over. Dude, he would definitely be, a, he'd be a repeat guest on CNN. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, they got Rick Santorum on there. What's that? Yeah, What's going on Richard with that? Spencer. Dude, they had Richard Spencer there for like a year and a half. And they like basically had him on just to be like, look at these Republicans. And it's like, this dude is like, the, this guy isn't even a Republican. He's like, he's some otherworldly, like, he's like an extraterrestrial. Yeah. But we were, I don't know if this was before we I mean, started Rick Santorum, like, on CNN, like, they have him on to make him look like it's an idiot. It's controlled opposition. controlled yeah. opposition. Yeah. But, like... Did we talk about that before act, we started he, recording? He yeah. acts... Okay. He yeah. acts... Rick Santorum acts like he's the only one who knows anything about a Pennsylvania election. They're just, like, talking about it, and he's like, well, you know, I've ran in that state multiple times, and, like, that's not true. And you're like, <laughs> what is your evidence? Yeah. Well, you know... Dude, and frankly... governor, like, ten years ago. Yeah, frankly, all that is out the window. Yeah, the like, landscape is totally changed. And I think, like, also, like, he definitely carried Pennsylvania in a different time. But also, like, he won Pennsylvania due to his, like, staunch, like, social conservatism. Like, I feel like even the people that voted for him in Philly and whatnot, like, they definitely voted for him for a reason in a different time in a different place whereas yeah. like now we're like not because he was governor like he probably like an eon ago in like today's like time temporal like but think about how much in today's put like if you like our climate like, is political shifted climate. Yeah, six months ago yeah. frankly yeah. i mean yeah, I it's insane like, to see virus, how like even like pre-virus and i know we talked about this paul yeah like just like one-on-one like how like pre-virus election so i made this bet which i really regret now <laughs> with my grandmother was like I just like I just like to like get under her skin just cause like she laughs and I laugh so like I, I make her laugh and I was like this was like before coronavirus I was like look I'm gonna wager you a bet Grandma Dolly like I think Trump's gonna win the election 
and she was like, no way, like, whoever it is, it's going to be Biden. Like, she thought it was going to be Biden. She was she was riding with Biden, like, mm. when he was, like... Was this before or after Super Tuesday? This was, like, right around Super Tuesday. What, because a, pivot, that's, what a pivot after South Carolina, though, yes, that campaign. Clyburn coming... You can trace the through line. Jim Clyburn coming out and supporting Joe Biden changed the entire... Fi- like, listen... You get Pete Buttigieg out there saying, I'm the winner of the Iowa caucuses, and we still don't know who won the Iowa caucuses because you know, of that That's because it was a caucus. Like, that, like, yeah. that's the problem with an Iowa caucus is it's people but in you, a gym. Can we talk about, sorry to cut you off, Ryan, but, Will, I'd love to hear, like, you, you tell a story. You've told me the story off there about going to New Hampshire to see all the Dude, Democratic that was candidates. Like, so when I met Vernon Supreme, we saw, like, almost every candidate tweet, and we were there like for Biden basically like I wasn't there for Biden uh, for obvious reasons but Jack was a a supporter Um, but Jack like Jack supported him Jack met him in person and said like like he has a picture with Biden and like he met Joe Biden like that version of Joe Biden he said like he's great with like he was great with small group like even talked to one of our city councilors who's I mean, like you get, you get you get stories like that from Joe Biden like yeah. like no like, re- the governor really is, the governor of Connecticut was just talking about He like, is a small of, group guy. Yeah, but and I think that the thing is what what made him so effective in that in that medium, right, is his self-identity of being a working class guy. The guy Scranton yeah, like that How long really did you live in Scranton like for? 4 years. <laughs> not yeah. not long enough. Like, they, like So, but the thing is that self-identity, I mean, it put him at odds with the Clinton wing of the Democratic Party. They used to thumb their nose at him. Yeah. They never believed in him. You know, even well into the primaries, you saw Barack Obama was on, not on record, but he was he's been quoted as saying, "Don't underestimate Joe's ability to fuck something up." Yeah. Pardon my French to the to the listeners under the age of sixteen. And so, like, I went to New Hampshire. and We saw the candidates speak, and like Buttigieg came out, and Bernie Sanders came out, and like Buttigieg was like Buttigieg, like to the like the new arena was shaking when he came out. Like these people were rabid for this guy, and I had no idea why. He was about as vanilla. He was like he was vanilla ice he cream. He was the most vanilla candidate I think. He wasn't I have even vanilla ever. bean. He was just straight up vanilla. I've ever no, seen. No bean, no little black dots no in the ice cream, no French vanilla. and Pete, as I call them. He was just like Friendly's vanilla ice cream. Yeah. And I, and like, no, McDonald's even, vanilla not, ice cream. Not even friendly. Like he was like Stop and Shop brand vanilla. Like just like, like Walmart brand vanilla. Yeah, like just like so generic. Yeah. I, like, I never heard a single. It's beyond metaphors. Like, a lot of him. I never heard anything substantive yeah, about like, him at the debate. Well, that was on purpose. He was a veteran. He went to Harvard. Frankly, he was a Kennedy scholar. Frankly, no offense, but I didn't think he was gay at first. Someone had to tell me that. So that when he started talking about his husband, I was like, wait a minute, what? And then I was like, okay, like, okay, so he checks these, like, he's diverse, like, let's see what his policies are. Yeah, I can't so wait, wait till he moves past the thinking, diversity. Like, this guy could definitely be, this guy could be the nominee, like, what is he going to put? In his speech, he said nothing. He, no he was all platitudes yeah. the entire night. Then Joe Biden came out. <laughs> this is good. And, like, at first I was like, I was like, okay, like, I'm seeing a former vice president speak. That's kind of cool. I'm here in the Biden camp. Um, I def- I talked to this guy from, like, some, like, AP reporter who, like, definitely didn't think I was from New Hampshire because they started talking about Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, which is on the Canadian border. And I just started, like, making stuff up. And he was like, "This kid's definitely not from New Hampshire." Even though he meanwhile, meanwhile, knows a meanwhile, thing or two about meanwhile, you're quoted in an article as saying something Somewhere. about Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. Somewhere yeah, like I've like there. I've spent time up there. I know people that have a log cabin up there, 
and I tend to like remember things, so I was just like shooting from the hip, being like, yeah, I saw him speak at Colebrook, you know, like, I saw him speak at Dartmouth, like, you know, and I remember the name of a restaurant, like, I went to in Hanover, New Hampshire, and I was like, I saw him there, and he was great, and I was just like, man, if he comes out, like, and just, like, just starts word vomiting, like, I don't know if I can keep it in, and I'm surrounded by Biden support, and he starts off, and he's just like, he, he was right goes he went to this place in New Hampshire that's near Rochester which and if you know anything about New Hampshire like Rochester was really has been really affected by heroin um, in the surrounding towns and it's like a, it's, it's considered a poorer part of New Hampshire mm. and so he went to this food bank and I'm like okay Joe like this is one of this is a Joe Biden story like right. this could either be like really cool and insightful and like working class or this can just be like corn pop dribble craziness. <laughs> and it was complete corn pop dribble craziness. He started talking about this kid. He's like, he's kicking the box down the street with donuts and carbs and evil food. And then he's like, the kid tried to give me a skull cap. What's a skull cap? <laughs> like, and it was just like, dude, this guy, like, this is, this is going to be like barely a point in Iowa, Joe. And then two weeks later, he's the fucking nominee. And I was just like, I'm going to eat my shoe. Like, these people, like, these two people cannot be, there's no way in hell. And now he's the president. And to think president-elect. That he would be president-elect. But to think, that was the guy talking about the kicking, kid, shoe. kicking the box <laughs> down the street <laughs> and skullcaps and donuts and, like, just, loads of white bread. Folksy, like, like, yeah. And, like, and I call it, like, I, like, I call it the cabal because from, from, like, from my perspective of, like, seeing him speak live, and seeing Bernie Sanders speak live, who is, like, I don't know if they're exactly the same age, but they're in the elderly category. I think Bernie's a, uh, a couple years older. And, like, Bernie was just like... I think Bernie's north Bernie of Bernie was like, Trump is a symptom of a problem. We need to do this, this, and this. Boom, boom, boom. I came out to take it into the streets by the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. And Joe Biden's like, I, I watched a kid kick a box. Like, <laughs> like, and he didn't even, like, he wasn't, there was no, like, at that point, there was no Unite message. There was no whatever, whatever, and when he was it, I was like, man, like, I'm going to win this bet with my grandmother. And then, <laughs> and then coronavirus COVID happened, came and, and, like, it was just a roller coaster of, like, I would call her on the phone because I, like, I didn't want to go over there. Or, right. Like, we'd, like, she'd come over and sit outside, and you've been to my house. We have, like, a breezeway, and, like, she'd yeah. sit in the breezeway, and I'd be, like, you know, 107 days until I get my hill, my uh, Gowell's chocolate. And she'd be like, no, and this is what I like. And now I'm like... Now she's like, I'm on a diet, so get me a lollipop. And I'm like, damn, I have to buy her a lollipop. And I'm not getting a pound of Reese cups from Gowles. From and I'm pissed. Because, like, coronavirus, literally that one thing. And it was a roller coaster. There was, a, there was a, like, I went to Maine, as you know. Like, I was in Maine when, right before coronavirus. Right came. when it was going down. And, because like, I remember I you FaceTimed me. You were at school. Yeah, and you just FaceTimed me. Like, St. Joe's, like, in my friend's car. And, like, I was telling Bobby, I'm going to win this bet. Like, I know I'm right. And then he fumbled that bag of coronavirus relief, like, coronavirus effort. Yeah. And, like, I, and then, like, it would, like, after the last debate, I was like, man, like, this is closer. Like, I could win it, like, right at the margins. Like, like if it goes over past Tuesday with the counting and, like, you know, maybe the mail-in ballots go another way. Because, like, at this point, I don't even, as you probably know, and as these two gentlemen have found out, I don't give a fuck 
who wins. I think it's all fucked. Hey, hey, Lindsay's here too. Okay. She's found out no, as well. She's found out that I, now she's found out that I don't. Oh, you mean because of the the group chat? Yeah, because okay, of the group chat. Because like, we, we've I'm seen him so talking about it. Yeah, like, the entire you know last month. Wins. I just want my chocolate because I, I was like trying to be inclusive. Right. Thank you. Like I, I just want to be right because when she's right, she rubs it in my face, and when I'm right, I rub it in her. Face. Right. That's just our relationship. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's call a spade a spade here. You're not a Trump fan. No, I'm not. I don't think you ever have been. I no, I might have. People think I do because I meme and I joke about it. And like I like to be like you know, you know like, ha ha ha. And it's like, like the DM me that like it's like you know you want to be like contrarian a little bit and like. Well, no, I think challenging people yeah. and, and and trying to figure out what exactly is the substance is, yeah. is good. Yeah. You was can't. That, was that the the whole like that meme about Iran that I posted? Was, was that on the? Is that? Was that yeah, no, that was recorded. Oh, that was so recorded. Like, I, yeah, so I hope that was recorded. But re- can like, you reiterate because that, things that no, aren't that even that was recorded? Okay, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right. John, you're basically the you're the yeah. you're, you're our Jamie now. Yeah, so like that's that like that's the kind of person Pull I am. Back. Is like I'm always like you know you think things are great. Well, here's like 20 things that are gonna be awful that you need to know about because guess what? This is gonna suck either way. So I just want my chocolate. It's Tuesday night. And I'm like, we, me and my friends had like, I call, we called it like the apocalypse, like Zoom meeting. And all my friends from law school, we just got like, we just drank and like laughed and like, we're talking about what was coming in. So I stopped, we, we ended that and I was just like, you know, sitting on my computer, like just like, you know, futzing about like watching the Wall Street Journal map, whatever, whatever. And like, it continued like, it was like, I went to bed at like 12 after like, I had like a couple FaceTime calls with some friends and I went to bed. I was just like, man, like, I'm definitely, like, I might win this bet. What this is going to be the 79 days of hell. This is going to be the 79 days of hell that Alex Jones was talking about. <laughs> and, like, I fully believe because I'm cynical and nihilistic, and I know, like, this is just going to be dragged out. And I don't think it's going to go 79 days, but the Joe, the, the February Joe, if February Joe is president, I'm really afraid for what's going to happen. Because, like, after four years of just, like, utter, like, complete derangement yeah. on both sides. Like, I am not ready for kid kicking a box down the street with donuts in it. <laughs> like, at that point, I'm like, please, 25th Amendment. I'd rather have, like, prosecutor K- Kamala be president. Kamala, man. Yeah, I'd rather have Kamala be president. Are they doing <laughs> Kamala? <laughs> we no, should do listen. an edit of that from the Chucky, because that's, like, the best scene in all the Chucky movies. That is also... I did that. Yeah, I did came up that. with that. Yeah. And I'm very proud of that joke. Now listen, let me say, I gotta say two things here. First of all, if there ends up being a fan clips channel, your monologue just now is probably gonna be the first video on the fan clip channel. Oh, what were you saying, that anime, anime, video. something or other? What were you guys talking about earlier? Are you saying anime, like they were gonna Photoshop your faces on? Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna have a podcast okay. AMV. We're gonna oh, yeah, Suicide they... Boys AMV. <laughs> it's just gonna be us, like, with our faces, like, on, like, Naruto characters, like, <laughs> fighting each other. So that listen, that clip is going to be the first one on those on those fan channels. Yeah, because that was like crazy. Like I saw February, like, and that reminded me of when, like, I don't know if you guys were like politically like conscious in two thousand eight. Not as much as I should have. Twenty twelve, I was. Like yeah, because but, of Ron Paul, I became like very politically conscious. As 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 you know, like he said, like the Iraq War was a bad idea, and he was like a Republican, and I was like, man, this dude's like smoking something that I want to smoke. And I, I didn't say that. I was like, I was like 11. But right. I was like, this dude's like interesting. And so I followed it. And I remember the Iowa caucuses. So my parents would have the news on in the morning. And like Joe like bombed. Like 
like he barely got a percent in the Iowa caucus. Yeah, that and was the like, second time running, by the way. Yeah, and the first time he got out because he like plagiarized, plagiarized the speech. Plagiarized, plagiarized the British uh, British uh, member of Parliament speech, British MP speech. And so like, I was like, man, like, and and in February I saw that Joe Biden, and I remember saying to Jack in like, I was with Jack, uh, Jack's dad and his two sisters. I remember going like, we just saw. 2008 Iowa Joe just like and like I don't know like I don't know what you guys feel about his mental state but I feel like it fluctuates yeah well, think about, listen 20 listen look look at 2012 vice presidential debate Joe Biden against he he actually took out a samurai sword and skinned Paul Ryan alive yeah factually he he destroyed him with facts and logic no, and that was the first I think the first use of the malarkey line but he is, you can see, this was the second point I was going to try to get to. You're talking about his lucidity. You could see, even in his, in his, in his victory speech last night, there was like a five or six minute window at the very front that he was great. And he was firing, he and he out. says, I want to do this, this, and this. Sick. And then it was a precipitous drop in terms of how he just no. started stuttering and I'm like Joe wrap it up like cut out the second but half like, of the speech but even in like I've watched um, I've watched the Bork hearings like I've watched like like hours of the Bork and Thomas hearings and even at that like point that they show I don't know if you guys watched the Clarence Thomas uh, like biography on um is that a frontline video? The yeah, front one. that's a revenge or whatever it's called. Revengeance. No, no, no. There's another one that's just about Clarence Thomas's life. Oh. And there's this bit that Joe Biden goes on about natural law, that is like. Oh, I have seen this clip. It's like actual cancer. Like, it, like it's like radiation. Poisoning. And Clarence is talking about how he has no idea what Biden's talking yeah, about. Yeah, and like. And Biden's and like, listen, you and I know this. Yeah, you, you and, and I, I know, know this because we're we're we're, we're constitutional you know. people. And, and like. And, and Clarence is looking at him like, what? <laughs> what are you and talking and about? Clarence Thomas, like, if you if you know like anything about him, he is a he has a very dry sense of humor. He doesn't. He's like, talk about. There are people in this country that probably have no idea what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. like a and good majority, like, and on purpose, inter- and on purpose person. too, because that's his brand. But like, never interviews, never. Yeah, you no. Know. And so he goes, "I have no idea what he's talking about," <laughs> and he gives like this like pretty like lawyerly line, like a lawyer that isn't a politician line, where he goes, "In these committee hearings, you just sit there and you pretend like you know what these people are talking about," <laughs> and it's just the such like. Like and even then, I'm like Biden's like being like weird, but it wasn't a weird like it was a political weird. It wasn't like this guy is like losing his mind weird because he's like you all know and I know about natural law and like he doesn't really even talk about like because I like I don't know like if you've ever taken a philosophy class like sometimes they talk about natural law and like in law school we don't really talk. I haven't taken con law yet because I took like Fed Basic. That's like a whole thing. I'm not gonna get into that. But, like, I don't even know if they touch upon that in constitutional law yet. I'm taking that in the spring. So, like, I don't even know. I don't even think they talk about natural law. So he's just, like, saying this, like, random, like, like it's just, like, a, a giant non sequitur. And, like, even then, I'm like, this guy's, like, he's doing that for political gain. Because he wanted to, obviously, he wanted to talk about abortion because this is post-Burk, or post-Bork, excuse me. So, like, it's, like, this whole thing, it's so, like, it's so weird. But that isn't even, like, weird Joe Biden. No, that didn't even scratch the surface of some of the stuff. The f- like, the corn pop thing is a perfect example. No, the best story is the, the DuPont 
front of the DuPont building with the two dudes kissing. Oh, about when he said his dad. Yeah. Oh, when he when he went down to, went downtown with his dad. And he's like, Joe, they love the year each other. was nineteen hundred and Jimmer Jammer. We get a we and get my dad's my dad station wagon like, and we drive down to yeah. you know, the, the corner store for a you know dime pop and I see two guys like kissing holding and, hands and they were in suits and my dad's like Joey, dad's listen, like, Joey, Joey, it's okay. They, they love, love each, each other. other. Keep but the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Spread the faith. Then, no, no joke. Spread it. This is the craziest thing. So he told that story. He'll give those moralistic. Sorry. So he told that story once on the campaign trail, and then he tells it again. Like, I want to say, like, not even shy of a month ago. And sure enough, the YouTube algorithm pops up the video of him and Sarah Palin at the 2008 vice presidential debate, where his skin is like tighter. It's normal. It's normal looking. It's normal looking. Like, he's just He like, had something done with the neck. The front of his neck was just, was, was, it was, he had like the Mitch McConnell gobbler oh, going on. Yeah. And I have no idea what happened to it, but whatever it is, it's not normal. Yeah, and it's then, kind of like how you Talk about McConnell, talk about a waste of money by the Trying Dems. to run against trying him. Trying to run against him. Well, because they spent, they spent like a hundred million dollars to should, beat Booker. They should, have st- they should have thrown me out there. I would have had a better chance. Like, that's like not an election you can win. And, um... Yeah, but then, like, like, that clip comes up of him saying he, like, doesn't believe in gay marriage. But he says, like, I want them to have all the rights. Like, me and me and Miss Palin agree. And it's like, how can you tell that story and then, like, not tell that story in the 2008 debate? That is just, like, that to but me But that's is the thing. The that's the thing. These, the these are his moralistic... He, he does this virtue, like, listen, I've always been on the right side of this because my dad told me when I was a kid. And everybody knows that he, that's his modern political compass... Projecting, and he's trying to find the easy out to say, "I've always believed this." And he just goes back. His dad must have been a wa- his dad must have been John Paul II. Just walking around because of all the great commenting, commenting <laughs> great li- one-liners about every single situation that he encountered. And it's like- suddenly, you know, it's 60, 70 years like progressive, right? It's the weirdest thing. His dad must have been John Paul II. I'm convinced. I'm convinced yeah. his dad's a saint now. It's you know, crazy, but like, what's crazy to me is he tells that story, but that story, like. There's nowhere in, and like I, I say, the corn pop story isn't as because the corn pop story isn't as like policy driven as that story is. And like I know people care about, like I mean I care about gay rights. I want people to be, I want everyone to be equal. Absolutely. Yeah. So like for that, him, that goes without saying, right? Yeah. And I mean, I hope. And that's like a perfect <laughs> example of something that like really matters <laughs> to people. It really matters to people. And he's just making this like it's bizarre a political- story. It's a political equivalent, almost, of, like, the, like, I have a black friend comment that yeah. people be like, it, it's like, he's trying to find something rather than, you know, here's this folksy charm story that changes every time he tells it, that, of what he believes in, you know. I just wish but I have to say, the corn pop. The crime bill and just say, it was a mistake. The corn pop, Like, the if corn he did that, like, story. I feel like, I, I feel like, like as much as, like, him saying it was a mistake isn't good enough. I'm kind of shocked he didn't try to blame it on Clinton. But I mean, that, 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 those two are inexplicably linked because of the yeah. way that they, the, 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 the house swung back towards the conservative right. But say it's a mistake and move on. Because, like, he's not the only one, the only singular person that supported that bill. Yeah. Well, he wrote the bill. And he so. wrote the bill, but he <laughs> wasn't the only person that, that had support. Yeah, he, he, he should have said, look, like, looking back on it now, DOMA 
the 94 prime. I don't know how he voted on Doma. He probably probably he, he absolutely supported yeah, he Doma. Was, he supported Doma. Like, he supported Don't like, Ask, Don't Tell. Like, I will bet you any amount of money he supported those two things. Yeah, and like he, what he should have said was, look, like looking back now, I realize, you know, me and Barack, we realize that the, the true progressive way was to let gay people get married. You know, a lot of states did it. You know, the, the Supreme Court told us that, yes, this is a right. And looking back on it, you know, I was foolish. Like, we all make mistakes. We grow as people. Knowing, knowing what I know now, yeah. I wouldn't have done it right. then. then. But instead, he does, like, this weird thing where he's like, oh, when, when dinosaurs walked the earth. <laughs> when I was growing up in Scranton in 1800 in Jimmer. No, he, he goes out there and he tries to defend it yeah. and then blame the ramifications on it on the states. And partly, you know, that part of it is true. I don't know a ton about the 94 Listen, crime bill. Listen, he didn't write the 94 it. crime bill with the express... Written, like, the only... Like, he didn't have a singular thought that, like, we're going to disproportionately affect black men. Yeah, he didn't just, think that it, going... That was, that was the outcome. That was the outcome, and it was not intended. And it... But yeah. it was an outcome, and then they didn't and it was, correct it. They didn't justify yeah. it, and they didn't address yeah. it. And then because, it, you know, it was just allowed to fester, and we're still in the war and, on drugs. But, Listen, there are people... So there are There are African-American men right now across this country let alone in the state of massachusetts right that are in prison for doing less than i did on a usual tuesday night at st joe's and i have to tell you that is abhorrent to every bone in my body my sense of justice i can't what are you going to do you have to you have to even like think about the dea's like basically in the cia is like rendezvous into like south america and how it got like wrapped up in the war on drugs and like communism. Like, there are two issues that are like bizarre, like like race, racial relations, or whatever you want to call it, or like criminal justice reform, and like immigration are extremely tied to like the war on drugs, right. even the crime bill. But the war on drugs, states are finding a way to end the war on drugs for the federal government. States seem to always lead the way on these things. New Jersey is one state that just legalized marijuana for recreational use, and there are a ton of states that legalized it for medicinal use. So do Dude, we, do this, the Fed, yeah, and you can have, you can, they've decriminalized everything in the state of Oregon. Yeah, that's Oregon, exactly, that's exactly what we need in Oregon. You know, the situation in, in Portland, Oregon is, is so not uh, volatile, we should just give them black tire heroin. No, listen. But the, the, my the point is, to that is the, 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 these the, these states are on the cutting edge of this. You're seeing incredible amounts of taxable uh, transactions. The federal I mean, government yeah, should legalize a, is, marijuana, and I mean they should tax the hell out of it like the states put, are doing. Number one and number two, they need to expunge the, the they need to expunge all of the records of people in jail for nonviolent marijuana crimes, even intent to distribute. I don't care because the fact of the matter is, if you like, don't do that and you don't, they need to come like out. Over and out. Yeah, yeah, they need to come out. It's not a lot. On you, that's like, dude, that's why, like, they need to come out totally clean. You need to get rid of their. Would, like, there needs to be some a, sort of reimbursement. Like, oh, if you like smoke weed and you're like driving around in your car with a with a scale, that is just automatic bad news. <laughs> like that is like. And go, God forbid you you can't get a job when you come out. I mean, these are the real things that people need to address. It's yeah. not now that now that Trump has lost. My hope is that this is the this is where the political discourse goes to, and this is this gets back to what you talked about saying earlier that people are going to disengage. I call them the brunch liberals. They're the people that just want to go back to eating brunch on their Saturday mornings, have bottomless mimosas, and not care about the fact that there's a wannabe authoritarian in the White House. So we've made a positive step, but now the discourse needs to shift to how are we going to fix 
Number one, the political polarization. The rift is so great, and, it, and you siloed. can't point at you can't point at seventy-one million people and say you're a racist, you're a fascist, you supported a, the the American Hitler. You Don't can't touch do that. Who you're racist. You can't do that. There's no way that you're going to have positive. Viable. It's it's like it, it's not it's not um it's not constructive, right? Yeah, they had and they had totally social like concerns that re, they, they had voted valid for. reasons. They had valid. I, it, I know I know Trump voters very personally. There yeah, are some. There are some that I I know extremely well. And some of them are good. Some of them are good people. <laughs> no, I mean, I they, we should have known. We should have known when he came down that escalator and he had that speech that we were. I always for trouble. think of it in terms of I read this book called The Clashing Over Commerce. This is going to go really like nerdy for a moment. That's fine. Um, it's about trade policy in America, and like it starts at the conception of America, and it goes forward to like NAFTA and everything. Um, and basically, like the beginnings of American history were, and and like this is how it turned out in the Civil War is basically like, like farmers and the industrialists, and over time, like you can see how you know in the industrial Midwest and stuff like that, the politics of those like those people that were like anti-trade it's almost become like the coasts dictate politics whereas like in the beginnings of the country it was like they were concerted interests kind of like duking it out and you had Daniel Webster who was like a free trader and you had these you know you had people from the south like fighting trade and they were fighting over slavery and they were fighting over these different issues that we had to resolve where now I feel like it's just all of these people who like live in the beltway. They don't care about the interests of these people who work in factories, which are like which used to be like the backbone of American politics. And like I always like I always like I reread the first part of the book like four times because it's like so illuminating not only to like trade policy because I'm interested in that, but like just projecting that onto different areas of politics and seeing how far away we've actually gotten from, like, like actual policy. And it's more just, like, you know, this interest group or, like, you know, this, like, you know, who's ever in the beltway that can, like, get things done or has, like, you know, some interest. I don't want to say, like, some people's interests aren't, like, worth more than others, but I think there are, like, things in America that are inherently, like, American issues, right? Like, there are core things that need to be taken care of in any political system, whether it's like if you look at the Russian Revolution, you know, they literally went from serfdom to shooting a rocket into space. Within like, like forty yeah, years. Yeah, within like within a lifetime like, to that's like, like, like a rocket ship. And like the interests of those peasant farmers and the kulaks and those different factions and like and their interests when the Factionalism Nikita? But like that's this like, isn't what Stalin would have wanted. But this is like the that's like the core thing about politics is that there are there are there are factions that have interests that are tied to land, they're tied to different things, they're tied to their livelihood. Right. That, and, like, we've kind of, like, lost track of that to have, like, this debate about, like, you know, not to say that these some of these issues that, like, I am referring to, like, you know, like, race and the police and stuff like that are any less, but they're not the things that, like, steer, the they're, like, tertiary to the main pipeline of politics and the more you get away from the main pipeline and the more you fight these like like sort of bizarre cultural battles the more like i can see like one side winning over the other and it just being about winning and losing it's not really about finding some sort of like course right you know and that's why you get like and that's where you get like these like there's why these bad actors interject themselves because it's easy to interject yourself into a fiery 
thing. When the discourse has become so diluted and yeah. messy. And that's what I fear is like things like that matter really to me, like foreign policy, like economics, like you know, like like going into these wars, like the interests of that stuff, like kind of like deviates because people are kind of stuck tuned into these like not culture war things, like not that they don't matter, but just like these little like fights about this one particular thing that in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's nice that we have that and it's nice that, you know, we can finally like ascend a group to equality, but without doing X, Y, and Z first, you're you're just gonna create chaos. Right, yeah, you and can't leapfrog you can't leapfrog the bedrock. Yeah. It's like the foundation is so poorly built. Well, and we need to fix the foundation I think first. People, like, I think people kind of stopped worrying about the foundation and now it's kinda of crumbling. And that's where I could see where the Joe Biden administration basically turns into Trump twenty twenty four. Because like if he I am legitimately concerned that he comes back around or in twenty twenty four the right wing populist I mean that the, yeah. he blew the door yeah. wide open for well, somebody who's a more Marco effective Rio who's a more effective like right wing populist that is going to create some serious problems for I don't even want to say the establishment. They're already starting but, to for the Trump base. Like, there are a lot of people out there that are already trying to like pick up that mantle. Look at how many of those QAnon freaks ran for Congress. I know. Okay? Dude, I like the dude with the ponytail from New York. What's I don't his know. name? I don't know. Uh, Jacob Probasek? I think, what you're, I think you're talking about Anthony Weiner, actually. <laughs> oh, so like a real one. He's a hero. But I worry about the... Hey, Pierre, Dele Pierre Delecto. I do worry that like we're coming to a point now, like the kind of yeah, yeah. no way. Yeah. I wouldn't interview. I wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. Darkly opposed to each other. What's that? Both parties, like both the Republican Democrat parties, have factions that are just like trying to beat the shit out of each well, other. Well, look at the establishment look at the, Democrats look at the, look at the establishment and the socialist Democrats. wing. They the they are going to be untethered because the only thing that was holding them together was Trump as a bad president. Did you right? see the call? Did you see the call they had? The congressional the congressional Democrats. Yeah. Had. Well, and they talk, they're about, attacking the progressive wing. They're like screaming they're over like, the phone call. We like if you guys keep up this like social, you better not say socialist socialism. Like, which is so funny because all us. those moderate to the, to the liberal Democrats' credit, all those moderates that they put up in congressional and Senate races lost. So, and I don't think that that's like that's not enough evidence to say that the socialist we have to look far at the, left we have policies to look at, are good because you have to look at each race we have to individually. Look at the, we have to look at each race. We the jury is still out on what happened in this election right. for both parties. And, like, we're going to see in the coming months, maybe next year, before 2022, what happened and where the, you know, the progressive message might have played better and where the moderate message might have played better. Right. And I think it all got lumped together at some point for the Dems. And, like, that is what hurt. Like, I think that we were talking about, like, Miami-Dade. I think Trump's, you know, Joe's going to lead us to communism message really played there. Right. It's funny to say it, and it seems antithetical to what the, the mainstream message is, but Joe Biden did worse than, like, uh, sorry, Clinton. excuse me, um, Joe, Donald Trump did better with Latinos and African Americans than he did in 2016. He, he gained won, ground. He won that, um, he gained that ground. county in Texas on yeah. the border. Yeah. El Paso? Yeah, no, not, not I, I know the one you're talking Paso. about. There's some, like, there was, one, there was one red one in there that was like a very, like... It went for Obama 65 to 38. There was another yeah. one that went for Obama like ridiculously and it went, you know, Trump went. But, you know, Latinos are a diverse group. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think not especially, them monoliths for especially sure. Especially in Florida, I think Cuban Americans took that communism message and that yeah, really, yeah. that really played. That's I true. think that, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's the the one of the first things I said. My dad and I were talking in the morning after the uh, after Tuesday night, and I said it's so weird because initial going into it, I placed Joe Biden's message of restore the soul of America and Trump saying that he was a Trojan uh, horse for socialism. I placed those two on equal footing in just how bad they were. Yeah. They, they, I, I thought that neither of those messages were going to make any traction. They weren't going to get any yeah, they, they, But surprisingly, Donald Trump's message actually affected people and brought them under the tent. They, because they, guess who are the only people that were speaking for the Democrats for the last three years? Yeah. The only people on the, on the airwaves air were, were Pelosi, the, were the, Biden, Crazy AOC, and the, and the Four Horsemen. I'm not saying that that's how I feel about them. I call her Crazy AOC because guess what? Midwest... Uh, areas of Florida, these places that were supposed to be swinging for Biden, they are legitimately afraid of those types. Yeah, and, and especially, like I'm saying, with Florida, again, Cuban Americans, could you imagine you or, like, your parents, someone came over from Cuba, left a communist government. Yeah, and Fidel now Castro was trying now, to behead you. Now you're getting the message that it's going to turn here. You, you can't support that. Like, So I think that that messaging actually played much better than anyone thought it would. I think, man... We We're headed at, for an identity we crisis. Gotta under, at, we gotta stop looking at polls. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, because people take so much solace in that. Pollsters are worse than the weatherman. Yeah, Polsters they can't project. They can't project anything. And, so and what it is is engagements down. I think that's the biggest. No one's do. Who are they polling? Who? Because I'm. Yeah. Well, I, it's I like Nielsen houses. Like yeah. I don't know anybody if that's I, ever been polled, and I don't know anybody that's ever I been did, a Nielsen house. I did. A, my family did a Nielsen survey. We got five dollars for it. Send it in. Oh, Jesus Christ. You hey, Nielsen, call me. I want some money. Yeah, they, I got so many $1 bills, man. It was awesome, dude. I was just collecting them. Yeah, I just kept sending it to my house with crisp $1 bills. Yeah, brand new. Or dude, those brand would be great in the Foxy Lady. <laughs> Safe when the Foxy Lady opens up in Brockton. I'm definitely going there and spending all of my crisp Nielsen $1. But yeah, pull, pull, like, like, and I'm sick of this messaging now. Like, somehow the polls saying that, you know, the polls are a disenfranchising tech tactic on both sides. But, like, you know, I think the polls... Biden's ahead by 10 points. You know, Stay Trump is, home. Trump is, Trump is, like, saying, oh, like, these polls, this, this fake news media, like, they're trying to tell you that Biden's up 10 points nationally, like, to get you to stay home. I think it does the opposite, and it gets the Biden supporters to stay home because they think we got this. Um, I think one of the biggest things is, is I know people that were Trump supporters that told me to my face that they would not answer a poll either way. They would just hang up the phone. And guess what? I think the majority of people on both sides are like that. You, the because people that are going trust, to engage, they don't, they don't want you yeah. to know. Like, they they yeah. The people, people that engage yeah, are not they, the uh, norm. Like, they, I don't care who it is. I'm not telling you who I'm voting for. I don't know for. who I'm said it. I'm especially telling you not who, who I voted for. Say it into this microphone right yeah, now. Yeah, I voted for Ted Bunny and an Albert Fish. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> it can only get worse from here, man. But like someone said it, someone said it on CNN 2016. This this pull in, they call it a pull in Trump supporter. Someone who is not going to tell you who they're going to vote for outright. And the judge is still like, you could have been a good lawyer. But when you're having a conversation, they pull you in and whisper in your ear, "I'm voting for Trump." The the Ted Bundy tape is really good. I watched the Zac Efron movie. I feel like I've seen it. That movie was pretty bad. That's not the reason why I voted for him. The reason why I voted for him. Was because he was because he defended himself after he killed all these people, killed some more like Florida coeds, and then decided, man, I don't need a lawyer. I was in law school, even though like I have like severe mental issues and probably can't do this. I'm gonna do it, and like he just did it. 
and I think he'd be prolific in the lighthouse. Even like his he would just do it. He would just do it. Lighthouse. You know. And Albert Fish. Albert he was Fish, a doer. He wasn't he was a, a doer. <laughs> he was a doer. Of Wisteria. You know who <laughs> talks about him? Who has a good bit about Albert Fish? Is Norm Macdonald. Really? Yeah, he has a really good about the Gray Wolf of Wisteria. I'm not gonna go into detail about his crimes because they're like pretty they're fairly uh, vulgar. Yeah, please um, don't. <laughs> this is a family show. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Paul's already said 20 racist things, but it's a family show. I haven't said a single <laughs> racist thing. What are you doing? Putting we're already getting. Right, we're not even on. I'm not trying to get canceled yet, and we're already getting shadow banned. I'm not trying you know? to get canceled. The algorithm yet. is canceling you. Yeah. Well, well like, I. You know, I have. I have greater. I have greater. Uh, uh, oh, what's the word more, I'm looking more for? things in the vault that could do you in. No, I'm uh, saying I have, I have greater he's aspirations. He's a multi-platform. I have greater empire. aspirations. He's a multi-platform. Like you know, the OnlyFans is getting launched. He's got the Twitch page. You know. Has, has Aiden told you about his butt? A coordinated Yes, attack. okay. Well, I would love him to tell that story, but John, uh, you, I need you to share this. For, he for texted Ray, our group chat. Yeah, he also told, no, he, like, ran it by me first. Really? Like, in person, yeah. He, like. Was this our group chat that we're in the PC? No, 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 no. This was a separate thing. No, this was, like, months ago. This might have even been pre-COVID. Uh, no, I remember him talking uh, no, about it because of, he talked about it because of Rob Stark. Yeah. I remember this from a couple of years ago, it seems like. But, oh, yeah. so maybe he, like, he... He dabbled in it a few years ago and got it back. <laughs> he like got his confidence. Well, he he is convinced he the way he put it, he says that he thinks he has a porn ass, which is just like that's deranged. I just like <laughs> I don't know why he just didn't say nice. Like it's just a very very weird a very like, weirdly specific niche. way yeah. to describe it. And he that. says he says because he ran cross country, it's like shaped. It's like tone. Ryan, you've met Aiden. Yeah, I, I mean, Aiden's running around. He would say Aiden's running around shirtless with his in underwear inside out and backwards, running all the way up to his nipples, running around the, the third row of Gillette Stadium's fort, just like ah. <laughs> no, been, I forgot about that story. He's been for the OF membership. I bet you he could do it. He probably could. But there's your chance at any real any real business. Yeah. All right, folks, I'm hungry. I don't know about y'all, but I want to go get something to eat. So, um, well, you're uh, you're the co-host, right? So you'll be here pretty much. I I hope no, most every episode. I want to thank my good friend, Mr. Weinstein. Dude, when this is all said and done, and we're at like the podcast awards, That's Joe Rogan's like, I'd like to thank Will Hardiman. That's when you know you won. That's it. That's it. That's it. And then and then it comes out that you assaulted Mira Sorvino and blacklisted her. You gotta do what you gotta do with the Weinstein production. <laughs> Sometimes you forget. Yeah, we were yeah. making we were making bangers in the, in the in the late nineties, early two thousand. Hey, we you know he put up money for Tarantino. Yeah, he, he had Tarantino for all those years. Um, John, the music producer. When should we expect uh, the theme song, please? Uh, I'm gonna say this weekend, so I actually do it. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Should we hold the <laughs> podcast until it comes, or should I not hold my breath? No, you should, because then it, like, like guilt and existential dread will good. come. Good, good. Like, so, well, today is Sunday, it. so you mean this upcoming weekend? Yes. Okay. No, so. I mean, he means by midnight tonight he's gonna get it in. <laughs> well, I'm just saying this oh, is kind of a this 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 podcast talks a lot about the politics, so it's kind of temporal. So let's let's get it for the next one. Right, and this one we can yeah, just have lose, that weird five-minute lead after the seventy-nine, after the 79 days, of days of hell. Yeah, we're gonna lose relevance once that's over. So yeah, and nothing to talk about. Yeah, 
Well, uh, no, I mean, do, do you have any other projects coming down the tubes? On Can I can I name drop your Spotify? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, Northern yeah. Texas Fantasy? Yeah. We should just use The Watcher as the theme song. Dude, that, that I'd honestly be... be fine with that if you want it. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I love that song I can so make, much. Let's put together I a couple put, options. Yeah, I can put together something just like in the deck. And yeah. If, that, if like that's not fucking with us, or if we're not fucking with it, we can just go to Watcher. Watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, did you, have you taken any uh, liking to the... The backbeat of um, it's always something there to always remind me. Because yeah. that drum, that drum well, line is sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you can come up with something cool with that. But anyway, yeah. So we have options. We, do. we have options. We do. We You'll have be options. back. I don't know if uh, Ryan and Lindsay are gonna be back. I heard her coughing over there. Yeah, she might be banished to Long Island for a little bit. After this super spare event, though, who knows? We can all get it. home soon. I'm almost gonna be off to curfew. I don't want to, I feel bad. Oh, yeah, Charlie Baker's Chuck Baker's will jump over that fence to come <laughs> bag us. <laughs> I'll say, Charlie, it's good to see you again. I've met him at a few occasions. Tall Duval. People spend his money all over Jim town. Jim Lyons call him that in an actual, like, Yes, man. because Jim Lyons is a psycho. Yeah, he is a psycho. <laughs> How is he the head of the Mass Republicans? No, Charlie, I'll tell my Charlie Baker story on another podcast. That's a fun one. I have a couple oh, of good that's stories. A, that's that's a hook like you read about right there. So, uh, and, uh, well, Lindsay, thank you for being here. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun. And Ryan? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be back. Do you have any, you have an OnlyFans to plug or something? <laughs> no, no. Not yet. In the works. <laughs> Stay tuned. We got things in the works. <laughs> anyway, folks, thanks for coming out. Ryan, you're going to have to make your OnlyFans. Um, the looks I'm getting right now. This has been The Conversation. Pitt, thank you so much. And, uh.